The following program is hosted by immature, irreverent, obnoxious, and often disgusting young men. Listener discretion is advised. This week in New Clan, Fallout 4, Epic Wasteland, or Epic Waste of Time. Stay tuned. Shall we play again? Welcome to another episode of Nude Clan. I am Joe. This is Cameron. And Caleb. And Caleb Craig. That's really confusing. <laughs> uh, should I just go by Schweiss? I don't know. Probably, know it guys. doesn't matter. People will get it, right? Yeah, uh, probably. Right, right. They can probably tell from our voices, right? All right, sure, so what are we going to be talking about this week? This week, we got a Fallout 4 review. Our very first yeah. video game review uh, from Cameron <laughs> and Caleb Craig. Uh, but before we get to that... What, uh, besides, of course, you, Caleb, or uh, Cameron, playing Fallout 4, what's everybody been playing lately? Um, I just beat the Order 1886, and, uh... Oh, yeah, you just yeah. took out two hours of your How day. was the Order 1885 in comparison? Uh, you know, I didn't really get a chance to play the Order 1885. Oh. Um, That's mostly weird. because it That's doesn't weird. exist yet. Oh. Uh, what? So the, the, yeah, that's a problem, um... They just skipped to 1886. I know. Did you strange... think you think that they would just put out the first like 1885 games? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> obviously, yeah, you would think. Uh, yeah. So what is this game? Uh, it's a game where well, it's a shooter uh, where you take on the role of Sir Galahad, who is a member of like the secret order of knights. Um, in and then, 1886. In 1886, and they have some weird. Highly advanced weapons that Nikola Tesla developed for them. It's pretty interesting, actually. So and none of these timelines make any sense. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. So anyway, yeah, it's pretty. It's a fairly decent game. Twenty bucks, you know. Yeah. I've heard a lot of uh, naysaying on that game. Yeah, so have I. There, yeah, there was, um, but I found it to be uh, fairly good, actually. Okay. On my playthrough of it, and it's only like seven hours, you know. So it's a seven-hour game. It's only seven hours. How the heck are we reviewing that next time? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, you could. I mean, I didn't really go. Into we've already any depth. We've already made our decision on what we're reviewing. Though. That's true. Another seven-hour game. No, we can't say shh because when we answer what we've been playing, it's obviously going to be Diablo. Yeah, is that uh, what you've been playing? Yeah, I've been playing some <laughs> Diablo. Oh. Uh, I did have computer problems, which were fixed. <laughs> uh, Cameron did uh, did find where to plug the fan of my computer that was not going, which was, of course, the reason why Just my computer kept it. overheating. Dangling cord there off of his fan. <laughs> like, hey, you know, maybe if you plug this in, your computer stopped overheating. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, uh, the, so the Diablo is now working, and uh, oh, I'm excited good. to play some Diablo. I've got I'm, I've gone a full a full two levels deep. Oh wow! In the sixteen-level uh, dungeon, how deep have you gone? 
How deep do you want to go? Just the tip. As just as deep as he could. Uh, as deep as I could right now with the experience I have. Oh, I, gonna, <laughs> I, I thought I was going to be the pouch. That's the, extent, that's the extent of his reach right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> Once I lose a little bit of weight, who knows? Uh, I've also, for the other podcasts, by the way, Ultima, Final <laughs> Fantasy, I've been playing Final Fantasy IV Interlude, uh, which is uh, so far... Just like Final Fantasy Four, so there's really no complaints. What, what do you think? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of that, we need to edit our intro, and I need to add a streaming schedule for that. I totally forgot to do that. Yeah, earlier did. today. Yeah. So anyway, what have you been playing, Cameron? <laughs> well, I've been playing one game exclusively so far, and that is uh, Fallout Four. The one one game ever? Seriously? Just just one game since this podcast started. Oh. Uno game. <laughs> Uno game des. <laughs> Very impressive. <laughs> I think Three that's... languages. Wow, you don't see that in normal conversation. No, you don't. <laughs> Normally it's hard. Unless but... you're a, a Hispanic American living in Japan. I don't think you'd hear that even <laughs> then. <laughs> that would be a rare circumstance. It would be, I understand. All right, so only, uh, only Fallout 4 for you. Nothing else, right. huh? Well, so I... So originally, I know you, we talked about this, you know, the previous podcast that we sent out, that we had one member who won't be named kind of drop out. Yes. And he was originally supposed to be the other person to review this game, but he dropped out within two weeks of this podcast needed to come out. So what I did is I borrowed Fallout 4 from Caleb and beat it in two weeks. Okay, so you've just been plowing through. <laughs> I've been plowing through and right. only main storylines, so I feel like I might have a few holes in my experiences compared to yours. Tell us about your holes. Well, they might be gaping. <laughs> Some people might be gaping at this point. Some people might be interested in your holes. How many holes do you have? Uh, see, I don't even know how many holes I have. That's, Is the that's back of the knee legitimate or no? What? <laughs> Obviously, Joe doesn't watch Family Guy. No, he does not. <laughs> All right, so Fallout 4 for you. because um, I have a brain. Dude, you laugh at every episode we show you. Do I laugh throughout the whole episode? Sometimes. Oh, fucking bullshit. Star Wars Here's the thing: if I, the more I laugh at it, the more brain cells go away. Yeah, <laughs> and so I gotta pick and choose. Like and yet, I... and yet, you watch Kung Pao. <laughs> Literally the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Dude, Kung Pao is pretty funny. Kung no. Pao is a Kung genius Pao movie. is garbage. You didn't watch the Japanese movies I watched when I was a kid, and that's really like it's making fun of badly dubbed movies. Right, it's yeah. doing a bad job of making it's fun of bad It's doing a wonderful Dude, job like, of making fun it, of bad yeah, dubbed movies. it's pretty movie. perfect. Look, there's a reason why it has a trash rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That's because critics didn't get it, because the critics were being all snobby watching their snobby <laughs> movies, and oh, we're watching, right, the critics and they were not it. watching schlock like I was watching, okay? Well, that's why. That's why they don't appreciate it. I, I just think it sucks. That's why they don't appreciate it. I think you can go fuck yourself. I bet you you do. I bet you'd like that a lot, wouldn't you? I yeah, bet you yeah. he will later hey, on. could you make sure, just just take some video so I can look at it later. Yeah. Okay. Give you something. I knew, uh, I knew looking up logo ideas for this would bring your background yeah. full circle. <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about our logo problems? Uh, as, soon as, I, as soon as I talk about the game I've been playing lately. Okay, oh, what's you've the been game playing? Playing? We don't care. That's also fine. Diablo. <laughs> also Nothing Diablo. Else? No, uh, not, well, I've been playing a little bit of Interlude, but I'm going to restart it because I want to stream the whole thing. Oh, okay. Because our audience for Ultima Final Fantasy really enjoys the streaming. They enjoy 
the little community of like seven people that show up. And, so why uh, have you been streaming Diablo? Um, I this is still we kind of under wraps. So we didn't set up the Nude Clan streaming account uh, yet. It's set up. Is it? Yeah. What is it? Oh, Nude then, Clan Gaming. Then why not? So twitch.tv slash Nude Clan Gaming? I believe so. Where else can they find us, by the way? Uh, at Nude Clan Gaming, or Nude Clan Podcast. Is it Nude Twitter. Clan Podcast for Twitter? Uh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I have a sheet. Well, we just barely set okay. it up. All right, so. I can look, I can I can talk about other stuff while you figure what that is. No, 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 I want to talk about my Diablo. Uh, so I am not on... Fucking Diablo. I am not on level Diablo two. For later on. I am not on level two. I've got to uh, level 17 and, I thought uh, it was 16. 16, I think. Yeah, that's the There's final. There's only 16 <laughs> levels. It's the final level Ooh, he's in the super game. super deep. Yeah, I'm <laughs> balls deep, as they say, in Diablo. <laughs> Can I tell you? Spicy senior. Okay, I was at a Halo party once, and um, there was this dude with his girlfriend, and someone had said balls deep. Like someone said that phrase, right? It's going, it's uh, going balls deep. We were out, fantastic. we were like sledding in between the Halo party because there was a bunch of snow and there was a big hill, whatever. I can't remember who went balls deep, but someone went balls deep and someone said, "Wow, you're going balls deep." And his girlfriend goes, "You know, balls deep really isn't that deep." <laughs> Z. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the boyfriend was, must have been so I was ashamed. Just, I was just thinking about that. I was like, Aww. that's a, like, I don't think she meant it that way. And I'm Aww. not sure how many people, like, there really understood heard what I heard. Oh, she meant. That she meant what she meant. <laughs> yeah. It was a put down for the century. <laughs> oh, it was beautiful, though. Oh, the feels hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's pretty good. Right, tell us how balls deep you are again. Uh, yeah, I'm on level 16, and I just beat Lazarus, and I'm just trying to clear the rest of the floor. And the last thing after that is, is of course, the Diablo fight himself. And um, I don't know, it's been going pretty well. I tried to do the glass cannon like I talked about last time, where I just do pure damage, but that fell off, and I started taking way too much damage. So I had to abandon my two-handed axe and go with a sword and shield, and that's been a lot better for me, so... Oh, no, it's still pretty fun. I've got a. I can't believe you've been playing that. I honestly was like, we has, is he even playing? Like in my head during through the week, I was like, has Caleb have even been doing anything? Oh, he's been. That's what I he's wasn't been sure. Doing. Well, because you know, else. Caleb's been uh, busy with other stuff in his life, right. and so I wasn't yeah. sure. I wasn't sure if he was uh, doing the games or not yet. No, so. no I've been getting ahead. Uh, all week, <laughs> all week, I've been getting ahead in Diablo. It's just that he's been balls deep in his week. Yeah, yeah, balls deep in my week. Getting ahead, balls deep. Getting ahead. Yeah, that's just <laughs> that's and that's very good for you. Yeah, no, it's it's good to be a, it's good to be ahead. You know? It's I, and plus we didn't have we haven't really done Final Fantasy because we have this big two part review for Final Fantasy fourteen and then four the, part four part four review. part you're right the last two came out recently though we're just finishing up the editing on one of them and that's given me time I mean I don't want to start the stream yet for after years and interlude until we get done with everything with fourteen and I figure well I got time now so 
every spare moment that I'm not watching the movie for my 366, I'm mm-hmm. playing Diablo if I can. And we'll of course talk about all of our uh, all of our New Year's resolutions um, and our continuing uh, success or failure oh, yeah. uh, of that uh, later on in the podcast. So uh, where can they find us? NudeClan.net, correct? Uh, yes. All right. What's our okay? What's our official stuff, Schweiss? The at it's at Nude Clan is where you can follow us. At Nude Clan. Okay, yes. that's easy. Facebook dot com slash Nude Clan Podcast, and it's N E W D because they don't let us put nude N U D E because Facebook is in a bunch the of URLs. Fucks. Yeah, they are a bunch of fucks. <laughs> Sensitive asshole. That's what- <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had some troubles having even just the new gamer tag sometimes. They just did the uh, gamer tag ban. They just remove it. Yeah, yeah, just remove it off you every now and then. You just like, well, you fucks and put it back on. Yeah, right. Take that. <laughs> you can't Dude, they still it. haven't removed. We have a team on League of Legends. The Mighty Clits. It's, <laughs> it's the Mighty Clits. <laughs> C-L-I-T-Z. It's awesome. <laughs> Still there. They don't still catch it of the Z. They just don't care, I guess. Yeah. I don't mind. Or the You think the they fuckers, would care if we went uh, pro? F-U-Q-U-E-R-S. They would be everywhere. They would definitely care if we went pro. But yeah. let me tell you something. We're never going pro. <laughs> no, that's not going to yeah. happen. That's, <laughs> that's impossible. Surpassable. Uh, bronze 4. <clears throat> Woo! Welcome to the table of average gamers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, where else can they find us? Oh, they can find me at Joseph DeGolier. That's D-E-G-O-L-Y-A-R. And Joseph spelled the normal way uh, for you non-stupid people out there. <laughs> I always have this problem where they're like, how do you spell Joseph? I'm like, what are you, fucking idiot? Well, it's Joseph. Like, <laughs> spell the same. I'm not. No, like, it's not. Uh, what about Joseph? But they're like they're yeah they choose <laughs> to drop the H they do the J O E S E T H yeah it's retarded. what about you Cameron where can we find you um you can find me uh wherever you look at my house wherever you look <laughs> um I don't have my Twitter yet set up I know I'm lagging on that um but as soon as I do just you can check in my me followers <laughs> yeah <laughs> um. All right. Well, next week you'll have something. Next right? week I might okay. I might actually do something. All right. Yeah, you can follow me at, at UFF Podcast. That's for the Ultima Final Fantasy. And, uh, and, yeah. and Schweiss. And, and me. He's the one who runs it anyway, so might as well just talk <laughs> yeah, to him on I'll there. Yeah, I'll just take it. Well, he was going to set up a new he one, but it's like, it. well, why would you have multiple Twitter accounts? Yeah, the problem is like checking each of them <laughs> yeah, periodically. that would be like the problem. You'd have uh, one that would be lacking. Yeah, I don't want that. Caleb Craig's at Obsidian something? At Obsidian Bar, yeah. No, what one's B-A-H. spell that for us? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Obsidian B-A-H. Yep. Obsidian Bar. Obsidian All right, Bar. sweet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now let's talk about that stupid logo thing. All right, so we were having trouble coming up with logos for the show. Actually, yeah. All right. Our initial thing months ago when we decided that we were going to do this show someday uh, was that we were going to have all the hosts in a row naked with a controller in front of their crotch. And we realized... That was probably a bad idea. That some of us were not willing to take off our clothes. Some? You mean that's, okay, everybody? That's, that's one. one. That's one reason... I was willing twice. Okay, I was two willing. of us, two of us. Um, <laughs> number two was that... Joe was willing to get naked to me, me, for the record. <laughs> <laughs> We're always willing to get to naked. Me, to me, I felt like one guy 
with his crotch to the camera with the controller, I thought that that would be better for the small image in iTunes that we would get. Right. The little, <laughs> Instead of the five people JPEG. in a row, it'd be a much better image that way. Uh, Caleb, uh, in the middle of the week, decided to chicken out. Um, no, I didn't chicken out. I just didn't feel like doing it that night. I didn't. Oh, sure. Didn't have time, dude. I'm trying to and watch a like, fucking movie every night. I'm not. And Both then he's of them. like, Both go of fuck them. yourself. He's like, I'm not gonna do it unless all of us do it. And I'm like, well, I'm willing to do it. And then I turned to Cameron. Cameron's not willing to do it. No, no. See, even before. And then, then Caleb was like, fine, I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, just not tonight. I'm like, all right. And then that night, I I went on my computer. What you do on your Because there was there was a moment where I was like, well, you know, if if Caleb chickens out again, maybe I'll have to do some Photoshop on someone else's image, um, just and make it my own, <laughs> or like outline it or some do something with it so that you know it's basically the same image with a guy with a controller in front of his crotch and ha ha mm-hmm. naked man with controller in front of his crotch, which I thought in my head was a funny idea. It is funny until I googled. What the fuck was that, Cameron? I'm sitting at my Twitter account. <laughs> Don't do that here, man. Until I googled naked man with his hands in front of his crotch. Ah, uh, no. And now, first off, there actually wasn't that many like bad images. Well, you mean you it didn't actually what auto-populate? A, bad image, a, a, a dick. A dick qualifies a bad image. The fuck are you doing? It's my gay Geiger meter going off. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. Like I said, I realized right then how not not funny a naked man was. Yeah, how repulsing it was. Here's the thing. I think a naked man with a surfboard in front of his crotch is funny. I think a naked man with hardly anything on in front of his crotch is not funny. Mostly because the skin of the thighs is really like the thing that will just, it just makes you feel uncomfortable. I I don't know how else to deal with it. So I I realized that was the wrong image for our show. And last night, well, Caleb Schweiss was on a date and I was trying to desperately get a hold of him to talk about what we're going to do for our new artwork because I was like, this is not going to happen. We're not going to do the naked man thing anymore. What are we going to do? Um... (laughs) I, uh, you know, I called Caleb Craig and we talked about different, um, different ideas. And then I had the idea of, um, just doing the logo itself. And then I was on my computer doing some Photoshop stuff and I, I figured it out. So that was, we were going to have a naked man and now we have a woman pulling up her shirt and a controller. So, really you know, her analog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> she loves the, the analog. The little button to turn on the, the dual shock is the G spot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Vibration on. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, I don't know. I'm pretty satisfied with it though. But uh, I would have been okay with doing the image still today. It's just, I, don't know, I guess you weren't okay. It's not I, I not don't as awesome. See a naked man. Anymore. Not as awesome as it sounded. I mean, you could finally know just how hairy my ass is, though. I didn't think about it. <laughs> I also didn't want to see you naked. That was part of it. Yeah, I could see that. It just uh, you know. the whole the whole day or the evening before he had to go take the picture. Joe was like, "Cameron, you should come with me." I'm like, "Why?" Because I don't want to be there alone. Oh, you don't trust yourself, Joe. <laughs> don't trust yourself around a naked choice. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, "Why well, you got to get somebody to come with you?" Are you like worried? <laughs> yeah, no. 
It was more about people talking. <laughs> oh, you hear, know. Did you hear about that Joe and Caleb last You know night? we were going to do I that. Mean, it happens anyway. He just didn't want other people to know. Who but is now, people? But now, <laughs> you. But see, now we, we, we still have something to talk about because of how nervous you were to be alone with Caleb. Yeah, you're like freshening up and shit. <laughs> is, that, is that cologne? <laughs> what? I just like to smell the eyes. <laughs> I'll bring, along, I'll bring along the back blade. Yeah. <laughs> Schweiss hair. I'm not using this. It's yours. <laughs> I don't see why we can't just share. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> uh, look up B-A-K blade. Back blade, by the way. Yeah. Unofficial That's sponsor. Unofficial sponsor, yeah. Of Joe's <laughs> lower back. <laughs> Slash shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly the shoulder. Oh, okay. very, very small amount in the lower back. Yeah. Oh, that's it. We're different. But, right uh, now, how about low, low back? I think you got that covered. Well, it's covered. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you like had a tail, like a bunny. Like You know when people have tails, right? Yeah. Yeah, if that thing was like all furry, it'd be a bunny tail almost. <laughs> Oh, that thing would look so weird. Or like a dog with a little nub. When I'm excited, it's just like pulsates a little bit mm-hmm. all right well shall we get to our fallout 4 review ah uh, yes yes we shall peggy 18 With the world poised on the brink of war, Voltec is reporting a record number. Folks, uh, it seems we've got some breaking news. Stand by. It's all over. No, I'm dry. Forget about how much I care for you. We seem to have lost contact with our affiliate stations. Stand by. We do. We do have. We do have coming in confirmed reports of nuclear detonations. My God. Our soldiers were right. changes.
go, pal. War. War never changes. Oh, yeah? No, it doesn't change. It yeah. does change, though, because there's, like, air, bows and arrows, and then there's clubs, and, yeah, but and see, then you the, get airplanes. The point yeah. of that is, like, yeah, technology changes, but there's still going to be war. No, that doesn't mean it doesn't change, though. <laughs> war is always present, and then people are always fighting over nonsensical things, like resources. No, that just means there always is war. That's not that war doesn't change. Well, the line is war. <laughs> war never changes, so don't argue with that. Well, does the game prove that war never changes, though? <laughs> well, according to Fallout 3, it does not. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, because why is this the fourth one if it never changes? Why not just have one really big game? <laughs> the Commonwealth DLC? One. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Explain oh. to us why war well, we'll get never to changes. That, no. But okay. let's get into a little bit of kind of like our fallout experience where did when did you start when playing did fallout? we fall out when did we fall out <laughs> well you just were making fun of me too much and i just i couldn't handle it so i just just had to say goodbye i don't know how much how much before you guys go into it because you guys have experience do you have very much yourself joe because i know i okay don't. i i had fallout 3 and i had a ps3 one day <laughs> and one day. Uh, this is when i was living most just <clears throat> alone in my little apartment uh, over in, in Provo and, uh, didn't have too many friends. And I just decided one day to pop in some fallout three in the morning and, you know, try out, see what this game's all about. And then I, the next thing I knew, I looked up and it was like fucking nine o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> some bullshit. He had a vent of time. It was so crazy. It was, uh, uh, it was, it's a time suck. I don't know where the day went because I literally can think of like three things I did in that game that day. And it was like start the game and then I started a quest and then fucked around and the day was gone. And so I said then this isn't happening. This game is bad for me. It's it's too good, I guess. It's it's just, it's too much of a time suck, and I had to put it away. I had to put it away. There, I never picked it up again. Oh, okay. You know, that's kind of funny. In the same vein of that, I read an article where a man in Russia was suing Bethesda because he lost his job, his wife, and his kids to Fallout 4 because <laughs> he, he just kept playing Fallout 4 and skipped work, like, constantly. And so, like... He just, like, didn't know that it was going to be super addicting, and so he just attempted to sue Bethesda like, what for is it. he suing for? It's like, what, on what grounds? He didn't have a, a warning just label that, that this is an addictive that it would be substance. An addictive game, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's BS, but... <laughs> yeah, I know. My experience with Fallout is similar, but it's not so much about the time loss. No, it is. It's about the time loss, but in a different way. <laughs> so for me, what I did is I would, uh, I would go do stuff, I would start little quests, and then I'd go out and wander the wasteland and then the problem with wandering the wasteland is if you die there is no quick save in the wasteland <laughs> you just die and i respawn an hour or two hours back and that happened to me one or two times 
No, it happened twice that I lost over an hour worth of time, and I was like, okay, fuck this game. I'm never going to play this fucking Fallout 3 again. Like, this is bullshit, and I never did. I love that, just wandering the wasteland. Yeah, I do, too. It was fun, but when you die, and then all of that two hours of fucking progress You have to go to this town. You have to go to this town that's like, you know, a good good walk away because you've never been there before, and then you're just walking along, and all of a sudden this rock sucks you in. Or that, yeah. There's, I, I think that happened to me one of the times. And then you're and stuck like, in a rock. You can't I'm do out. anything about it. You have to fast travel away and start all over again. I'm done. So I'd be willing to give them another chance. But as of right now, Fallout 3, as fun as it was, it fucked me. I, I've kind of stayed away since that Fallout 3 experience of my entire day being gone. I have no idea where it went. It just like... I wish I could have it back, honestly. And yet you want to start the, uh, the Elder Scrolls series I, I've, been, I've been playing with the idea of He's starting the Elder Scrolls game. We, we might need to wait a little while for that, for you anyway. Yeah. Because I know your school schedule is a little conflicting for yeah. a 40-plus hour game. I got Final we Fantasy games to go there. through. That too. And every other game in existence is shorter than an Elder Scrolls game or a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, they're pretty I feel long. like we should set up like a quarantine zone for when Joe starts the uh, the Elder Scrolls series. We're just all there, like a support telling him when he should stop. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Put his, uh, put his... A constant intervention all the time, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Time. We'll put his uh, sir, his power, his breakers on like a egg timer. <laughs> you gotta stop. I gotta save. When it hits three hours, yeah, it starts going off. That whole time. It starts going off and you have like 20 seconds. No. I'm in a fight. No! <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, then you'd never pick it up again. You'd be broken of it. You wouldn't need to play it anymore. Oh, to me, is, is, isn't Fallout just the Elder Scrolls games in... Uh, with guns, a sci-fi Ooh. sort of world. I would say yes. It's mostly uh, gameplay-wise, a post-apocalyptic world in which it, everything is pretty much the fifties. It's like if, except for in it's the like if the fifties never went out of fashion, <laughs> and the Cold War never ended, or even better, Bioshock on land, dun, dun. with not weird power. Well, here's the thing for me. It's like. You Just know, awesome you got guns. your quests, and then you got the people to talk. It's like an well, RPG. in that sense, it's the yeah. same. But How many RPG shooters are there? Uh, there's a few lately. Uh, there is, out there are a few, yeah. I would say, like, Borderlands yeah. and Fallout would be... Is it Destiny It's also? on a huge map. I would say it's got Far the first Cry would also view. Far Cry, definitely, yeah. I, yeah. Can, I can see it as a, as a, I don't know, a Skyrim on steroids. Oh, well, not on steroids, uh, but just uh, the sci-fi universe instead of a fantasy one. Ways. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Okay, well, he's agreeing with me. Okay. It, it's pretty much what it is. <laughs> so, you know, maybe I should stay away from those as well. Yeah, that might be a good choice. <laughs> I don't know. Alright, well, uh, well, where'd you guys get started in Fallout then? Actually, Caleb was my gateway person for this drug. <laughs> um, one day in his basement, he's like, <laughs> come check out this game. And then I, you know, do as you normally do when you're over at Me Caleb's too. house. Is yeah, you, you sit just down watch him and play watch him play a freaking thing. video game. But then <laughs> you sound like watch- a good friend. <laughs> I am. <laughs> but then after watching him play for a while, I actually went out and bought Fallout 3 myself. And that has become the most favorite game I've ever played. That it is an amazing game. I can't it, get enough of Fallout Three. Fallout Three, it's pretty good. Yeah, I started with Fallout Three as well. Uh, I bought the Game of the Year edition for like eighteen dollars at GameStop, 
and I just played the shit out of it and loved it. But we started Fallout 3 but when we first played it was when it came out, 2008. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, I didn't own it then. I was just borrowing it from a friend. Oh, okay. Uh, obviously, you didn't work until like a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> <a couple months ago. laughs> Anyways. <laughs> and then uh, about like a year ago, I think, did you buy the Fallout Anthology with me? On Steam? Me? Yeah. Oh, uh, one, two, and tactics? Yeah. Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, it was like three bucks. Have and not opened so I think Caleb and I both any of them. Bought but that I own it. I attempted to play Fallout Tactics. That's and usually how Steam sales go. Really odd. Yeah, that's how Steam sales go. You just are like, oh, I, I could play <laughs> I that. Could, oh, what? Three just... games for three dollars? Hell's fucking yeah. Dollar a game. Again. That's cheap entertainment. And then you never use the entertainment and thus yeah. have wasted money. <laughs> but you get this library of games and then you get depressed knowing that you have like thousands of games that you will never touch. No one knows what list you're referencing. <laughs> no, we've talked about lists. Oh, we've yeah, talked, we talked about, about lists. lists That's right. Yeah. List. All things with list. <laughs> so, Fallout 3, my favorite game ever. How, how did you like Fallout 3, Caleb? I enjoyed Fallout 3 a lot, and I probably liked it a little bit more than Skyrim. I have to, I have to agree. I, I, like my favorite game. I didn't, not gonna lie. Um, did you play New Vegas? I did play a little bit of New Vegas, although I didn't beat it. What is New Vegas? It's basically a gigantic expansion for Fallout 3. It was like the same, except for they made a few changes, or like you could, uh, infiltrate places by wearing certain costumes and then you could make the difficulty level higher where you had to like eat food and drink water. Uh, so basically like a true survival game. Oh, okay. Um, which was kind of cool. Uh, but it was pretty much just the same follow three, but not quite as strong a story and in Vegas. Yeah, I remember playing like a minute of New Vegas and I just didn't catch it. I just, it just wasn't the same for yeah, me. Yeah, that's 60 seconds. It's either hit or miss for Cameron. <laughs> yeah. The cutscene, the, the intro cutscene was more than a minute. I, I just, I picked it out, pulled it it's out of the Every time we make fun of Cameron, it's so you use Quentin's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Cam Cam, just, apparently yeah. you're Quentin Tarantino just, in Caleb's uh, eyes. I just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, just, you can catch me in a minute. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I start to have yeah, that. I'm a, busy, I'm a busy guy. Yeah, <laughs> just, uh, I have watches to buy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could have spent that 60 seconds browsing. <laughs> awesome. But anyway. <laughs> um, how long has it been since Fallout 3? Count the years. Well, uh... 2008 is when it came out, right? Yeah. So seven to eight. So eight years. Well, no. Seven years. And then when did we first start getting glimpses or hints that Fallout 4 is coming out? Uh, I would say probably like three months before it came out. And like I don't know about you, but I was pretty excited to learn Fallout 4 is coming out. The day that they released that first trailer and what you could do in Fallout 4... Yeah, basically what Joe's doing, stroking something over there. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. The it's great. a yellow wax dick. <laughs> it's a candle. Caleb, that is not nice. He was uh, <laughs> he was r- dragging his uh, thumbnail over the tip, trying to give it a second circumcision, too. 
<laughs> just trying to smooth out that rough edge. That's all. <laughs> yeah, there's a little weird. It's a little hard to use right now. Yeah. I might have to see someone about that. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb was. Well, it's not a direct model, too. although that would be <laughs> hilarious if you guys are all playing around with it. Like, oh, this is awesome. He kept fiddling with the tip and over to Joe, who gave it a second circumcision. Yeah. I need to do that now. I'm gonna come. You guys are gonna come over, and there's gonna be a slightly a different model of that candle, and it'll be a mold of my own. And you guys will be messing around with it, like stroking it. And I'll just be over here, all wide eyed. Is it just me? Or is it just? Is it just me? Or is this? No. We'll is this, <laughs> start stroking it really quickly, and you'll be like. Is it a speed candle smaller than it was before? <laughs> this wax candle is so much smaller than it was before, guys. Dude, you put your mouth on this. Oh. Ah, he it's just gave a, the look. It's not a goddamn lollipop. It's, it tastes like wax, doesn't it, Caleb? How does wax taste? Uh, wait, what? How does wax taste? Well, it's yellow. It's obviously Cameron. banana flavor. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's either banana or lemon. Yeah, I was thinking those, lemon. Are, those are the two choices, man. Yeah, it could be lemon flavored. I don't know. I wouldn't, be, I, I, I wouldn't be worried about him sticking his mouth. I'd be worried about it going somewhere else. Yeah, Cameron, put the penis candle in your mouth. Tell us how it tastes. <laughs> I, I let's all right. Let's start the bets though. I say fifty cents on lemon. I'm going with banana, man. <laughs> all right, lemon banana. Pot's getting bigger. I'm going with the uh, with wax. You can you can just put it on the balls if you want. No. Oh, oh I thought you were gonna on. do it for a second. You don't want to suck in the balls? I don't want to <laughs> come on. Wax can't on his wax dick. <laughs> wax I doubt balls. the balls have been up his ass. <laughs> yeah, <he's> surprised. <laughs> up it. Yeah. How does he get it out? I just squ- I just clench up and it just it's like it's not like a handle on the back. Just fires it out. Yeah, it just slams into the wall. <laughs> All right. So anyway, we were talking about Fallout before we were inserting um, candles. We, in I, was, I was excited. I was excited. How how, how did you how did you uh, receive the news? Um. Well, I've been waiting for another Fallout game for a while, so I was pretty excited for it. So yeah. <laughs> He was pretty excited. He, he was, I, I wasn't excited. super excited like some of the really big Fallout fans, but I was, was super excited. I was pretty glad that another Bethesda game was coming out. Yeah, I came home and uh, Cameron was watching E three shit, and he was like freaking out about the Fallout. I was. 4. I, I did tell him that he should watch E three. So, there and then go. he was telling me I should buy the uh, Pip Boy edition. Yeah, but I didn't have a hundred something dollars to waste. Man, you on like that. watches? I don't understand. It's like the ultimate watch. <laughs> no, it's like a plate, a cell phone holder is what it is. It's the ultimate watch. It's the ultimate <laughs> cell phone holder. Yeah, I feel like you can probably make one for much less money than <laughs> they, the they were charging. Yeah, yeah. The the, you have to buy. Yeah. It's literally just the the arm thing. Yeah, still there. I wouldn't have done it either. <laughs> of course, I have forsaken Fallout Three, so maybe that's why. There's, there's no chance you'll ever play Fallout Three. Uh, no, I'd probably play it again. I just, I just need to make sure I save very often. And that's weird. It's weird because with Diablo, I don't have a problem doing that. I save like every two steps in Diablo. Mm-hmm. It's because I know, like, well, this next guy, I could either kill him in two hits, or I could be swinging at him for an hour and he'll kill me. Right. So I save. Fallout, I'm like, oh, I'm rocking it. I'm just tanking through here. And then suddenly it's like, oh yeah, you're not supposed to be here, but you don't know that until after this guy freaking <laughs> quarters you. So, yeah. I don't know. When I saw the Fallout 4, I was lukewarm. It was a really cool trailer. It made me interested, but not interested enough to go back and play Fallout 3 again to prepare for Fallout 4. See, for me, it was like, I better stay away. And then I walked out. <laughs> I can't see Stay this. in shadow. It's a, uh, it's like a, I don't know. It's, 
you don't you don't keep alcohol on like your wall set up if you got an alcoholic coming over, right? <laughs> Just don't you don't I would. you don't it advertise it. <laughs> I had to stay away, otherwise I could I could fall into out? darkness. <laughs> I could fall out out of your life. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of cool new features in Fallout 4, base building and then weapon making and then armor yeah, designing. The, the armor design. Although, I don't really care for that. The armor design? Yeah, I feel like there's like five different sets of armor and you can barely do anything with them. <laughs> I agree. I wasn't very happy with the selection of armor. It's just, you could pick up what's better and you just wear that and only like a few different looks you could go for is it like a regular rpg where you level up and shit yes yeah yeah it's RPG. so okay so yeah there's armor and other things in order to make the armor better like instead of just buying better ones you upgrade the ones you already have or you go find better ones like right. legendary armor pieces. how do you upgrade it with uh, elements you find or what yeah uh, yeah there's like pieces of shit like literally everywhere and then you use those pieces of shit dog meat's been busy <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> to upgrade weapons and armor oh so you use it as fertilizer almost <laughs> yeah pretty much so and then speak. it just grows yeah there's just there's greater. junk everywhere and then different pieces of junk have different you know elements or base components that make it up and you use those base components to build bases oh, okay, you build okay. armor you use it to build weapons and modify stuff so it's almost like a multi-tiered uh leveling system where you it's have very your, multi-tiered leveling where yes. you have your base stats that increase with level ups and then you also have equipment that your you can base make stats only, yeah. you, so you level up but you can decide to increase a base stat or you can decide to increase kind of like a shoot off of a base stat Oh, okay, there, so it's got a leveling tree then. Yes. Yeah, there's like uh, perks which you can upgrade uh, that allow you to do certain things. Like, for instance, you can learn to lockpick uh, certain doors that you normally wouldn't have been able to or hack computers that you wouldn't have been able to before, create better weapon mods, armor mods, um, be able to like teleport to enemies through vats <laughs> with the no. physical abilities. Could you do all that in Fallout 3? No. Yes and it. no. There were perks, but some of the perks have changed for Fallout So wait, 3. what's the changed. what's the lock picking <clears throat> mechanism in this game? I know with Oblivion it's got the uh the little tap on it and then press X when it gets to the top thing. Uh Skyrim has the stupid little It's it's thing a lot like Skyrim. Oh fuck. I can never get a hold of that one. You have a um a screwdriver ten minutes I played. Yeah, that. to to be your torque uh a wrench and then you have a bobby, bobby pin, pin to, yeah. to depress the pins inside the lock. No, I understand the function of it. I just hate the little mini game to do the lock picking. Well, cuz you have you to find the sweet spots. Although I did too. I prefer to So, it's all about finding the sweet spot and the harder the lock, the smaller range the sweet spot resides in. And you can break your bobby pins. Yeah. I don't know why they shatter like glass. It never made sense to me. Yeah. Parts what about uh, using, just breaking? I don't know. The, the coolest, I think the coolest uh, hacking system that I've ever had in a game is probably the one in Bioshock where you do we the little to, pipe dream. Uh, yeah, the, liquid, pipe. the liquid through the pipes is yeah. hacking. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what, what it is. There, there's nothing really. It's, it's a very made, made for game concept, you know? It's it's not a very realistic. Well, like what what does that mean in Bioshock? Well, yeah. you're basically just play hijacking it. You're game. messing around with the wires, I would assume. But instead of that, you get to play this little mini game. Yeah, you're rerouting its power 
from one area sense. to it another. Is, it is pretty fun, though. I no, I, I really like it, yeah. Good old pipe dream. Yeah. And then I started in Fallout 3 hacking. I started more so in Fallout 4 than Fallout 3. Um, hacking computers, I've gotten really good at it to, to look and see which is the correct word to enter for the password. Because of when you enter a word, it tells you how like the password it is, the word you picked. And the likeness means if the letter is the right letter in the right spot. What do you mean password? So getting into hacking for Fallout 4. Give us some context here, Cameron. You you sit down at a computer. (laughs) You sit down at a computer. Depending on how complicated the or how difficult the hack is, then the word gets bigger. Oh, okay. Um, You sit down. The computer throws a whole bunch of lines of text and symbols and stuff up for you and you're just looking through it for whole words and you select the whole word you hit enter and then the computer will tell you how like the password that word you picked is and the likeness is like i said if the letter is in the right place and it's the correct letter and so a likeness of one and so you have to go down and find another word that has, uh, that has the same letter in the same place. And there could be, you know, a different combination. And you keep trying to pick the one that's closest and the, as the likeness goes up. So it's actually easier than I had thought in Fallout 3. Oh, okay. So you just kind of keep matching it until it gets better and better. And then right, you but you only word. have four attempts. After four attempts, oh, you're okay. locked out. So the third attempt, if you fail, you, you stand up and sit back down so you can start the three <laughs> over. But if you do that, then it's a different password. Oh, okay. So you're just screwed. You just need to get it right the first time. kind of The first three times, yeah. yeah. All right. So what is Fallout 4 about? Fallout 4 is basically the opposite of Fallout 3 in that in Fallout 3, you were... Your dad was a scientist that left the safety of the vault, and you leave to go find him and find out what's up. But why were they in a vault? What? What's the con? Why? Why is everyone down in a vault? Is that a spoiler? No, it's not. (laughs) Okay, because it's a fallout. (laughs) Fallout. There was a fallout, and so people must live nuclear fallout. Yes, must live in these vaults (laughs) for safety. So there was what it was called the Great War, where China shot nukes at America, and then America shot nukes at China. And the whole world, nuclear war, everyone, only a select few actually, get to go in these underground vaults created by Voltec, and that's where your character goes at the beginning of Fallout 4. He runs for the vault, and you jump down the vault for a cryo-freeze. Fallout 3, um, you actually are just a kid who grew up in the vault. So it's basically Doctor Strange Love after the bombs. Like yes. The, yeah. the okay. elite get to go down into the <laughs> vaults right. and uh, propagate, <laughs> and then you break out. But as out. you find out, it's not just the elite who go in the vaults. You find out there's a more sinister... This is more in Fallout 3. You find out there's this more sinister cast to why the vaults exist. Oh. Does that Basically, carry over? Basically, the, vault, the vaults are for social experiments on the social members and of experimentation the... on people. Oh. And who's yeah. doing the experiments? The Germans? vault Oh. Okay. It's just random company. So where did the Voltec people hide? <laughs> they hid in the vaults as well. They were just overseers, the leaders of the vaults, just trying okay. to perform these experiments. I think I killed the one that the leader of the vault in three. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I you have a down. choice to either let him live or you kill him. Yeah, I exploded I, his I face. Killed him. Yeah, I killed him every time. His daughter <laughs> did not him. find that very funny. Yeah, his daughter, very daughter does not like that at all. <laughs> All right, so that's how Fallout 3 takes place. I mean, is 4 the well, same in, setup? Or? Well, so yeah, four, okay, so in 3, uh, 
like I said, you were the kid. In grow- four, what happened? No, no. In okay, four? that's what I'm trying to explain. So okay. in three, all right, because uh, I said in the opposite, and I never did get to explain the whole thing. So in three, you're the kid, and your dad leaves the vault, and so you go to try to find him and find out what's going on right. uh, with that. And then in Fallout Four, it's the opposite, where you are the parent. And your son gets taken away, and so you go search for your son. But let's so that how that happens is in the beginning of four, you're just in your house in this fifty futuristic fifties era, and this guy from Vault Tech knocks on the door and says, "Hey, you have a reserve spot in our Vault Tech right across the you know right across the street over here," and you do the stuff with him. You get signed up for the Vault, and then almost immediately after you sign up, nuclear war happens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's very convenient. Yeah. It's yeah. like buying timing. insurance and then. Like, need Eating it immediately. <laughs> Please go to so a vault. I you, have one. you, you, your wife holding your baby, Sean, go run to the vault, and you run up to the vault. It sucks you down underground, just as the nuclear wind is no, not just the wind from the blast starts blowing over you, your head as you're going <laughs> down underground. Um, you're introduced into the cryo chamber, where you get into your own cryo chamber across from your wife, who is in her own cryo chamber holding your baby. Yeah, I never really understood why there wasn't a special spot for I the baby. I was thinking the exact same thing. It's like, how's that going to work? But anyways, as you're down there frozen, there's a, a moment where you're, you are thawed out and you see this guy wearing the traditional kind of raider-like clothes. Um, a raider is a wasteland person who's basically depraved – out killing people for loot and stuff. Okay. So if you've ever seen like – So that's kind of like your character in Fallout 4. It, yeah. <laughs> But and, but they're like whatever they're, you want to They do. are sadistic yeah. is the point of them. Um, so <laughs> you're you're sitting there. You can kind of get thought out, and you see this um, person in a hazmat suit and this raider type dude fiddling with the crowd chamber your wife and kid is in. And it opens. And he's trying up. to cop a feel, is what I'm thinking. He, he opens yeah. it up, and he's like, "Hey, give me the baby." And then your wife is like, "No, I'm not giving you the baby." And he takes uh-huh. the baby from her and shoots her in the head. Looks over at you and says, "You're back up, basically." And then he freezes you again, back into cryo sleep. Oh. No. And then later, doesn't tell you how much later, you get thawed out, and then that's where your story as the survivor starts. Do you uh, do you get rescued by? Your girlfriend from the past that tells you you have uh, hibernation sickness. <laughs> no, you are suffering sickness. from hibernation Your sickness. Will return in time. No, basically, <laughs> you w- <laughs> basically you wake up and everybody else in the vault is dead, and you're freaking out, and you have no idea what's going on. Do you, you have morning wood? Wife was killed, and that was the last thing that you know. <laughs> <laughs> And so you just kind of wander through. So the last thing you know is your wife. The last thing you remember seeing is your wife's head getting yeah. blown off and your kid stolen. And you wake up with a rager. You're like, yeah, yeah. You have like a raging fucking boner, and you're just like walking out, okay. and then you're like, oh, this is all messed up. And then you go outside, and you see that the town that you lived in is totally trashed. And then you see like your basically your butler. Who is a robot? <laughs> and you go talk to him Mr. and try Andy, to be the robot. Is His name there. is Codsworth. <laughs> nice. That's yes. pretty awesome. Nice. <laughs> anyway, okay, so, Codsworth, so Codsworth is outside your house and he's like really excited to see you because he hasn't seen you in like 200, 200 years. years is, yep, 200 years you went asleep. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So your kid's dead then. Well, you don't know that because your kid was in cryo sleep. But well, with you, and you don't know how long you were back and put back into crash sleep. So anyway, 
So he tries to, like, the robot tells you to kind of search around the town, see if he can get any clues. And then he eventually sends him to a nearby town to see if, like, he can get any clues. And then that just brings you back to the city after you fight a bunch of raiders and help out the the Minutemen, which are a group of people that were formed to basically assist other people trying to survive in the wasteland. So. And then the first boss... You fight. I just thought this was funny. Is a fucking death claw, like the most dangerous <laughs> creature in all of the fucking wasteland. A death claw. A death claw. What's yeah. a death? It's um. Should we get to the history of death claws? If you want to talk about so death, death claws, claws c- come from Fallout. Do they are they in Fallout One? I think yeah. I think they're but in all I think the they're, they're more more of the knowledge of death claws are in Fallout Two, right? I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I haven't played either one so death claws are these horned two-legged beasts that basically look like giant raptors on steroids. It's kind of, it's kind of a way to look at it, but they don't have like a elongated snout and they have like goats, ram's horns or something like that. Sounds they're basically demons. Demons. Okay. All right. Satan. And they're, yeah. they're, they're huge. They're fast and they can knock your character down and you can't do anything about it. And they just freaking ravage you is what they do. It's like a Whoa, football player. God. Yeah. They, they fucking rape you. Yeah. It's a football player except for they <laughs> penetrate you after they, rape they you. tackle except you. They're they're huge. Sounds like a football player <laughs> um, death claws this is this is going back i think to fallout 2 where death claws were actually a sentient sentient race that actually had a community sentient really? sentient yeah they That's had a community weird. they had intelligent people but in the course of fallout 2 their basically their civilization is destroyed and what's left is what we see wait, wait, wait. is it destroyed Those- by fallout though <laughs> they were created by Fallout. Oh, so that is Fallout is their god. No. No, there is there is a, there is there, a there church is a that, that, that worships the atom bombs. Yeah, it's like got the little mushroom cloud as their shrine. No, but then Fallout 3, their shrine was a nuclear bomb. Oh, yeah. see? There was see? a nuclear bomb in the middle of the city that hadn't gone, gone off, and so they kind of worshipped it. I remember that. But anyways, Death yeah. Claws are these super... Uh, super terrible things to face. Yeah, they, they, they there are some that can kill you instantly, and you have no choice. <laughs> like literally, if it touches you, you will die. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's pretty great. So anyway, uh-huh. so anyway, you fight this death claw. Everybody's like freaking out that you did that, and then they just kind of like tell you that you have become their leader. Oh, so you're the you're the hero. <laughs> you are now the of, of the Minutemen. Of the yeah, Minutemen. of the Minutemen. He's like, all right, now you're the general, and I can do that because I'm the last Minutemen. From what I can tell, is the rest of the game just doing whatever the Minutemen are doing, or what? No, yeah. I mean for a while, but that's not the rest of the game. <laughs> okay, tell me what happens. So you can follow the Minutemen for a little bit, helping out civilizations who need, you know, who need settlements. Settlements, not civilizations. <laughs> helping out settlements. At least thirty people here. Yeah. Helping settlements uh, with, you know, usually the problem is the raider problem. You have to go kill people. A quest to go kill people. Um. After a while, though, you start to come in touch with other factions in the Commonwealth. That's the area where you're in. It's called the Commonwealth. Well, it's the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, so let's get that just out there. <laughs> Is it really Massachusetts? Yeah. That There's, area looks nothing like Massachusetts. It's, uh, <laughs> it's because it's destroyed. Anyway, so... Uh, there's also Salem in Massachusetts, okay. which has the greatest side quest of 
Like, well, one of the greatest side quests. Is that the witch? The witch. Oh no way! I saw that, but I never went. Uh, You should have done that. That was one of the greatest side quests. Anyway, so uh, rub it in. If he had done that side quest, he wouldn't be here today speaking about Bob. Yeah, he would have. We would have had to have killed him. Side quest, mob style. He failed just from behind. You are dead. <laughs> anyway, so you follow the, um, basically when you get back to, uh, Sanctuary, which is the first town that you are in, mm-hmm. uh, the guys tell you that you should go to Diamond City, which is like the, kind of like the capital of the newly destroyed Commonwealth. What is Diamond City? What was it before the war? <sighs> a stadium, a baseball stadium. It was stadium. a baseball diamond. It was the baseball diamond in, uh, what was the fa- famous baseball diamond in Boston? Do I the know Red baseball? Sox? Yeah, it was it was Red Sox Stadium. It was a civilization, yes, a huge settlement um, made in the baseball diamond. That's why it's called Diamond City. Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. And there's there's a dude selling baseball bats in there, and he has no idea <laughs> what baseball sport? is. Yeah, he believes that it was a sport of armored people beating the shit out of each other with uh, wood bats. <laughs> <laughs> so he thought it was like broadsword. Fighting? Yeah, kind of. Uh, anyways, it's it's kind of funny what they think baseball is. Um, so you go to Diamond City, and they tell you to basically find this uh, private investigator who can help you find your son. And so you go find him, and then you find out he's missing, and so you go... <laughs> you the, go private the, private yeah. the private investigator is missing. Is there a secondary private investigator that you have to go to you to find the private... the second private investigator. Oh, my God. Wait, so are <laughs> you finding... Wait, wait, wait. wait. At this point, are you going to go find the private investigator, or are you going to go find your son? You're going to find the private investigator oh my God. to go find your fucking son. Why don't you just find yourself if you're the private <laughs> investigator now? He can't, he can't fucking do it without this other private investigator. He needs, but he's good enough to find the private investigator. Yeah, it's not yeah. his son. He, he, all well, he was told where he was going. That's true. Yeah. So you, you, you were told where he is, but this private investigator knows a little bit about who could have stole your son. Sounds like bureaucracy. They're following the chain of command. He had to find this guy so he could do his job to help you. It's exactly what it is. Okay, okay. Anyway, so you go find him, and then you find out that he's like a robot, which was created he's like by, a robot. He is, well, he, he is a robot. He, he is a robot. He, he is a robot called a synth. So, yeah. are we going to explain what synths are now or later? Probably now is okay time. Okay, so the synths are these robots that are made to look like humans. Some of them look like robots, but some of them look a lot more like humans. And <laughs> with this private investigator, his name, however, is Nick Valentine. Um, he is a robot, and his his human skin has deteriorated quite a bit. So he kind of looks like a ghoul. Do I have to explain what a ghoul is? Now? No, a ghoul is a super irradiated human being that looks zombie-like. Oh. There you go. <laughs> All right. Okay. At first so, I was like, what? <laughs> but yeah. Super irradiated. So he just he looks like a immortal. robot with a skin falling off, kind of like a Terminator. Yeah, I was thinking Terminator the whole time. <laughs> um, actually, yeah, Terminator is a great way to describe these uh, synths, some of them at least, the, the coursers, which we'll talk about later. Some of them look like uh, Arnold. The T-1000. The X-9. Nine two four. Come with me if you I want think to leave. One was like X six eighty eight. Anyways, he's this guy. This this Triple robot, X this synth called Nick Valentine. Nice. His story is is that he was a synth, but an earlier version of a synth that had this personality of a cop, a detective before the war, downloaded onto his, I guess, his brain. 
Okay. So he is a robot who has the personality of a detective and he sounds like, you know, a detective from a movie out of the 20s or something like that. So he's like really cheesy. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. If only there were sound movies before 1927. Okay. That's, yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, well. 1919, what would it be? Uh, it would be 1940s, the 30s and 1930s 40s. 1930s and 40s, yeah. yeah. So basically think of a detective wearing a fedora and a trench film coat. noir. So. Well, come on. He's a dick. Yeah, he's Nick Valentine. Well, yeah, so let's go find this boy. You think this Nick boy Valentine balls. was a dick? Well, he is a dick. How is he a dick? A dick is another name for a private detective. Oh, what? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. No. Well, there you go. Did you guys know that? <laughs> Fucking no. <laughs> New knowledge for you guys. Just I mean, I knew, it it was, I knew it was Robert, but... <laughs> Anyways, maybe you're just so, fucking retarded. No. Huh? No, you can look it up later. Anyways, so, I was about to say Nick is a really kind man. How dare you call him a dick? <laughs> I I will defend this fucking robot in this video game yeah. if I have since have rights. <laughs> uh, and you chose to destroy them. Anyways, um, so. Uh, you find this guy, and then he tries to help you find his son by... The, he knows of this guy that used to live in uh, Diamond City, and his name was Kellogg. Okay. And he, Every time I hear <laughs> Kellogg, I think Fruit Loops. I, th- I think of Frosty Flakes. Or Frosty Flakes, about? yeah, Kellogg's Frosty I just think <laughs> cereal. Yeah. But, but, so insert real quick just right here is that... Whenever you're walking around somewhere, there's, you know, this, the NPCs are always talking about stuff. And if you listen, you can kind of get what the current mood is. And everyone hates the Institute. Institute is the boogeyman who comes in the middle of the night to steal you and steal your children. Oh, I thought it and was they just replace the... you with a robot. And they'll, yeah, it's like a body snatcher robot style. Yeah. Wow. So they'll steal you and then put you back, but as a robot. I thought everyone just took Institute to get a free parking spot closer to the school. <laughs> that is a joke. Local only joke. As, as local joke. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's everywhere. No, yeah. It is everywhere, but only a certain amount of people would ever. We're going to build that. the elite lot here. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> yes, the Institute on. is the boogeyman. Institute creates the sense. <laughs> and Nick Valentine is a synth, and he knows a little bit about who you can contact to find your son. And is it about right now that you kind of find out your son is older than a baby? Yeah, you get the idea because uh, Kellogg, he tells you that Kellogg was oh, in by town the way, with a 10-year-old boy. <laughs> so, if you don't want to know anything yeah. more about this game, then don't stop listening. Yeah, what? this is this is where this is where the story no, is going to start I, getting a little spoiled. Apparently, no, not really. <laughs> not like spoiled like a brat, but just spoiled as in ruined. <laughs> How about you just keep it vague? Uh, maybe like. How can you keep it vague? When now, anyways, why would we keep it vague? We okay. We so anyway, vague. you go and break into this dude's house, and then you try to find Kellogg. any evidence We're in the Kellogg's house. Yes. Anyway, you try to find any evidence that would let you uh, find him because he's gone now. And he has been for like a at least a year. And the reason why you're breaking this house is you get the key from the mayor. You're breaking this house because there's rumors of this creepy guy Kellogg living with this kid in this house. So you break in there and find out he hasn't been there for a while, and he has a secret room where more clues can be found. Dun, dun, dun. And then you use the dog that you find at the beginning of the game to help you find him. So sniff out the trail. Yeah, you track him by cigarettes, booze, and blood. That dog has Literally. a nose on it. That's how I would track Caleb Schweiss. Yeah. yeah. That's probably the best way. I don't smoke. <laughs> no, his, uh, the, the litter of beer bottles along the trail. Yeah. Beer and blood. 
So dog meat sniffs out the trail. You find it in... Um, They're in an abandoned uh, military base. And then you go through this base, killing a bunch of synths and then until you get to Kellogg. And basically you demand to, where your son is. And he tells you that the Institute has him. Okay. And institute has yours. Then you got to find a way to get to into the institute, I'm and then assuming. you got to well, find a way to get it into the institute. That's yeah. the story. So you kill Kellogg, and you look through his stuff. You notice he has a few, you know, few attachments, augmentations um, on his person, a brain, a pain inhibitor, and other stuff. And you just take it because that's what you do. Their money's money. <laughs> <laughs> um, but c- later, you find out that. There is this person in this other settlement called the neighborhood. Good neighbor. neighbor. Good neighbor. Sorry. Good neighbor. And there's a person there who can actually help you relive your memories. So Nick said, well, if they can make you relive your own memories, could they make you relive the memories of a dead person if you had their brain? (laughs) (laughs) And so you take this computerized brain chunk and give it to her. And so she hooks you up. To a thing that lets you see the memories, and then you find oh, out oh. that the only way to get into the institute is through over teleportation. A really thing, Caleb. No, we did not. Yes, we did. Who is Kellogg? He is the person who killed your wife and stole your son. You watched him murder your wife, so that's oh, why when you see Kellogg, alert. that's when you see Kellogg, you want to destroy really him. A spoiler, you, you know. Okay. Well, so, I know the twist at the end of the game because I was in the room, or at least near the end of the game, I guess. But, so, so basically you you try really to, hated him you really yeah, hate him yeah. yeah you really hate him anyway and which is why you kill him so basically you find out through his memories that the only way to get into the institute is through teleportation and so you use that information and then after that point there is no more kind of main story it is basically you choose a faction and then that faction will help you get into the institute to destroy them find out what's up with your son okay yeah and then you can either join the institute when you get there or you can just what wait two factions what are are the two there are four factions there's There's the minutemen the brotherhood of steel the railroad and the institute itself so you can join the institute yes Yes. you can join the institute (laughs) oh that seems like the easy choice (laughs) like all i'm in so hey let's let's go because it's it's the people who are stealing people it's the people who are stealing people Honestly, and killing people. I don't believe there's really a good choice because basically is everyone choice. is a dick. <laughs> like, literally everybody's an asshole. Like, the Minutemen, they don't care for anybody except for just, like, the random people throughout the Commonwealth. They don't care for <laughs> the synths. They don't care for the ghouls. They don't care for anybody. The Railroad only cares about saving synths, which aren't even really human, but they're trying to believe that they have human feelings, which is why they try to save them from the Institute. And then the Brotherhood of Steel is essentially the KKK... Just the put wasteland. that out there. They believe in purity, and they don't like ghouls. They don't like a- anybody, honestly, except for themselves. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then the Institute is a bunch of assholes who believe that only scientists should exist, and so they want to well, no, basically they, continue on their own little settlement they and believe, destroy everybody else. No, that what they believe is I that like they them. should be in charge. The, <laughs> the Institute, the institute that they There's do have, about that I like. the Institute has, scientists. has yeah. more technology than any, even the Brotherhood, and they believe that only through them can peace be brought to the Commonwealth. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I know 
then you you do get the teleport thing. You go in. Yeah, and so you then, make the teleport thing. And then you, the game <laughs> goes on from there. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's just stay away yeah. from what happens there because I don't want to spoil the ending for anybody. Okay, okay guys, uh, is this a story-driven game or is it kind of like there is a story and... I would say there's a story for the first half and then it's like, fuck it. <laughs> Wait, so are we not no. going to spoil the end of Diablo either? This is I think the game. end of Diablo is That's fairly okay. I mean, obvious. I mean, this game, <laughs> this game has four different endings. I had one ending. Caleb had another ending, and that was going to be something oh, okay. we talked about. Well, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> there are four different endings that uh, that you can go check out. <laughs> yes. Was Okay, so it's not really a story. It is story-driven for I the first half. That. I would say that it's driven by your desire to save your son from whatever, whoever took him. And then after you learn that it's, he's in the Institute, it's mostly about you joining a faction and then just like fucking everybody over. So I believe that it is largely story-driven for the most part until, but then the story part of the game is just a small, small part of the game. Because the game goes on after the story. And there's so much more to the game than the story. So if you're only going through the story like I was, then it's largely story-driven. Right, I mean... <laughs> Cameron was story-driven. Yeah, I mean, Bethesda, by and large, does a lot on side quests. I mean, right. the reason why I never finished Oblivion is because I put 80 hours into closing every one of the portals before I even went back after Fuck the Kavach mission. <laughs> every time you came across the portal, you just you just had to go yeah, in. Yeah, I'm the like, stone, the stone that to was go in, in there. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, does this game have the weird thing that... Uh, Oblivion had where everyone would be like, oh, you're the hero of Kavach. I'm like, I've closed way worse fucking portals than Kavach. That shit was elementary. This is elite. I closed two of them right next to each other. Kavach is trash. They kind of know. And they're like, all uh, they recommend you, all they recognize you for is that one thing you did 50 hours when ago. You get to the no, they, I felt like they would keep talking about the first quest you did for them, and then they don't really recognize yeah, anything you do after. Yeah, they don't really care. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's basically that. So it's like a callback, and then they're like, they, ah, they do it sometimes mention it uh somewhere else like even on the like on the radio in diamond city they like the one really creepy dude will just like who talk didn't about even you. know how to do the radio yeah he doesn't really know anything about how to do anything <laughs> like the radio's in shambles and you walk in there <laughs> yeah it's like broken and only barely works outside of diamond city is the story is it a good story yes i like the story it's okay okay cameron <laughs> Why do you? What, what about the story? Do you like? Well, without giving spoilers, it's a great story. <laughs> just say spoilers and then spill your guts, Cam. Cam, is that allowed? Just uh, we'll ask the audience to skip if if they wish. They can skip the next. Uh, make it no more than three minutes of us talking about the ending of the game. Okay, so All spoil right. alerts. It's awesome because the whole time you're looking for your son and you think, okay, he's about 10 years old now. I was, I was in cryosleep for about 10 more years before I got out. So you finally get into the Institute and you see your son in a cell. Well, not a, like, it's still a cell, but a, you know, a comfy one. Mm -hmm. You go in there and say, Hey, Sean, what's going on? And the Sean's freaking out and it's like, Hey, father, who is this guy in here? And you're like, okay, well, someone else raised him and thinks he's his father. And then, in comes this old dude, bearded, gray hair, everything, and he says um, some words, and then your son <laughs> shuts down. 
So who you thought was your son was we in fact spoiler alert. Okay. Who 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 your son in fact is a synth, and the guy who walked in, this old sixty year old man, is your son, oh. and they call him the father. And then you are the father's father. Nice. You know, I, <laughs> the grandfather of the institute. You know, when I when you guys first talked about that in the very beginning of the storyline, that's kind of what I thought was going to happen. That it seemed like it seemed old. like yeah, like yeah. It, because you were the way you emphasize the well, you were in cryostasis, but you don't know how long. I'm like, oh, dude, the sun's gonna be. Dude, it hints at it really heavily throughout the game, and then, and then it, it, it tries like, to make you believe he's just ten years old. And then though. it's like, oh, he is ten. You're like, what the fuck? And then it shuts it down. And you're like, oh, what? No, I'm a sixty year old man and in charge of the institute. <laughs> this evil. Your thing. son is in charge of the institute. The person whose body snatched everyone, and your son believes that the institute's the only way to um save save the, save the commonwealth and the institute's very much the ends justify the means All right. so that's the end of our three minutes right there <laughs> um but you you very much enjoy the story. I did. Was it strong to you? Like very strong because that's all I ever played. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything about the story you didn't like, Cameron? Uh, what I suggest to people is, um, you know, play a little bit of a side quest every now and then because then your level will be high enough to actually not die at the end of the game a million times. Okay. I I think I just barely made it to level twenty five at the end of the game. Oh, that's impressive, I guess. Yeah, maybe. What you're... level were you at when you ended the game, Caleb? I was like level forty-three. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so you're eighteen levels better than Caleb. There you go. <laughs> I bet. I, mean, I know there's someone out there who could speed play the story and do it in like super fast. Oh, there's probably a glitch. And there's just... even there's even people who play the game without killing a single thing. Well, there's only been one. Yeah, and, there are guys who and, and the developers the didn't even think that was possible. So there's there's that. <laughs> Wow, that's nuts. Yeah. Level one? No, no, he, no he, you, you he, still he level can, up. Uh, you have you can, to level up. Yeah, you can get experience by building uh, stuff or settlements. You could like be building, building stuff, <laughs> gathering stuff, doing quests that don't require you to kill people. You can gain experience and level up. Because yeah. you have to, because there's certain perks that are very necessary to do the snow kill run through. Had to take the uh, cock candle away from Joey. <laughs> keep his hands off of it. Stop molesting the candle. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, it clearly wants it. It's erect. I'm the one with the clothes on. <laughs> Could you say it ignites oh. a flame in your groin? A cock handle? <laughs> Is that supposed to be like a redhead joke or what? <laughs> it's it supposed to be a candle cock joke and igniting the flame of his desire. <laughs> Lick my but anyways, I love the story because that's all I played. <laughs> um <laughs> But there are points in the story where I had to go do certain things for the institute. So I stuck with the institute. Um, I, I finished the game as the institute because I didn't have time to investigate another um, path to go because I needed to finish it fast. The institute has you do some things um, that I did not feel too good about. And Caleb <laughs> knows that even though they're computer people, I have a problem with killing innocent people. I just can't do it. It's it's hard he for me. He can't play a bad person in the game where he has like <laughs> infinite choices. What was that other game we played? Yeah, we were playing Armored Core for, for Answer, yeah. And, and then there was a mission where you had to destroy these like things that were called cradles, I believe, that like cradles of civilization. millions of people because people couldn't live on the planet anymore. They had to live in these giant ships. Okay. And you played like a giant robot. 
and the mission was to destroy these ships. And I was like sitting there telling Cam Cam to destroy these ships because you didn't have to. You didn't have to destroy mm-hmm. these ships, but it was a side quest to do it. So I was telling him to do it. No, I wanted to do it because you because <laughs> it gave you something. It gave you uh, some armor. Or gave you something new if you did it. Yeah, and then I was telling him to do it, and then he like did it. And then he felt so bad afterwards that he had to reset his save so that he went back and then didn't do it. It's like when me and you play Fable, I'm guessing I'm going to have to play the bad. Yeah. Okay. I I just can't, I can't kill mercilessly. So I had to lay waste to a certain faction playing for the Institute and I felt so bad. I didn't feel feel bad about killing Brotherhood. Oh, I could do that all day. But I didn't care about killing the Brotherhood even though there were children. I did not know there were children on the ship because I never talked to them. That has children, and he destroyed them. I had no idea that there was children on that airship because I never talked to the Brotherhood. I didn't have time. I had to beat the game. I did not talk to the Brotherhood. The UN said there were kids, and you went in anyway, Cameron. Come on. (laughs) The UN doesn't didn't say shit about anything, and so I destroyed them using something. I love the UN, and then the airship just just, was just (laughs) destroyed and crashed to the ground, burning. Uh, That's fantastic. So flaws with the story. Caleb Craig. Uh, I believe that the flaws with the story began when you had to choose a faction. I agree. In order to progress in the story. The biggest problem with that is that the factions didn't really do much for the story. No. So you just had to basically do their missions in order to progress further. And then at some point, they all force you to go into the Institute and then do missions for the Institute. Oh, so. In order to kind of (laughs) pretend that you're one of them until you, like, betray them, you know? So it kind of, so, yeah, it was, it was really pretty much dumb because it made you get a taste of all the, the factions. That was in order to choose who you wanted to be with. That was my intention. I didn't think that that worked very well. So it kind of derailed it when you that had to get That was my intention yeah. to do that with the Minutemen, to be a part of the Minutemen, because I was the general. I was in charge of the Minutemen. So that was my was original plan. Like but then if you're not, yeah. if you're not, if you're not going through, no, if you keep getting more civilizations, there's more and more people who, settlements, settlements there's more and more people who are part of the Minutemen. Um, okay. I was going to do that, but then there was no clear moment where to, I could go back to them and I just didn't have time. So I just kept going with the main institute quests. All right. All right. So let me ask, um, well, I, I want to ask how the story compares to fallout three. Oh man. And which story do you think, do you think they improved? Uh, like it does fallout four have a better story than fallout three or vice versa. And, uh, then you're going to give us a, a, a uh, an out of ten score for yes. for the story. All right, I would say that Fallout Three is significantly better than Fallout Four as far as story, because Fallout Three did not require you to um, make a choice to join a faction at you, all. Yeah, um, and at you the did, very end, really it made faction. you choose like a moral choice whether you wanted to be the one to sacrifice yourself. To basically save everybody else or, in the DC w- world, or the DC, send, why not? Or send in your super mutant who's one hundred percent radiation or, proof or, to go get it for you. Yeah, or the neutral move, which was to send Fox in there, uh, who is a super mutant and one hundred percent resistant. <laughs> so to you I don't know why that was I, a bad choice yeah, it because it's the choice that makes because sense. Because you weren't the hero, so you, you don't like that. Yourself. It restricted what you. 
were allowed to do. There was a... In Fallout 3, there was a clear-cut story that was not bound to side missions um, being the factions, and I fe- and I felt that was a lot better than having to choose a side. All right, all right. So main story, you like your games to have the main story, and then there's the side story. It's not completely relevant on the the main story isn't built around some of the side quests you like it to be a completely optional experience yeah i i do like that but if i felt like it could also yeah for also for fallout 4 i felt like it could have been done better as far as the joining the factions to become uh, a better end yeah i would imagine camera would agree to that too because i remember you going through fallout 3 one time in like five hours or some shit you just blasted the game and then you started again because you loved it on pc and I don't know. I guess that doing the having the gameplay this way, I imagine, kind of interfered I, with that a little bit. I there's I agree with Caleb. They could have done factions a little better, but I like the idea of joining a faction affects the outcome of the game. I think though, there the point of choosing a faction should have come earlier, and you would stick with them for most of the game. You didn't have to go leave them to go. Pro, you know, I just, you know, you could stick with the faction for most of the game. You don't have to keep going back and forth between the factions all the time. Yeah. Um, more clear-cut lines to the faction so you're not confused when you're in the Institute already, balls deep in the Institute, and you can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, Craig, what would you give the story of Fallout 4? 10 out of 10. Or, or out, out of 10. 10. <laughs> 10 sorry, 10, I'm sorry. Drew? How dare you influence well, 10, that way? 10 being fully satisfied and 1 being... What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I would say it's about a six. About Ooh, a six. Okay, six. All right. Same question for you, Cameron. What's the average for a game? I don't know. <laughs> a good game should be at so least seven opinion, and up. This is out of, out of all of the games oh, you've game. played, what do you feel like the story, how, how do you uh, feel the story so satisfied Fallout, you? So well, let's say, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about the rating system for a little bit here, because it's just... <laughs> What you feel out of 10 for the game itself, for okay. what the yeah. game is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be against every other game you've ever yeah, played. Yeah, because like there are um, some games where the story, like maybe mm, Heavy yeah. Rain, that that story is going to be the one, thing. Yeah, that one is but definitely. If, like you're playing, if you're playing the original Legend of Zelda, the story's not that important. No, <laughs> there yeah. is no So like, it <laughs> doesn't know, make it bad though. It, it doesn't, just, make, it doesn't yeah. make it bad. Yeah. It's for bad the game it's, itself, yeah. are you satisfied with it's with story. the outcome, yeah, whether or not there was that much of a story or, or not, yeah, Cameron. So Fallout Three for me was a ten out of ten. So I'm gonna have to say Fallout Four is about an eight out of ten. Eight out of eight, ten. Eight All and right. a half. That's a pretty good score for for a game. All right. Well, uh, how about gameplay, guys? I really enjoyed gameplay. It was a lot like. Well, it was basically Skyrim again, just with guns. Well, uh, that's because you did a melee build. I did just. A, well, no, yeah. okay. So I did a. I played through the game twice in the time that I had. <laughs> yes, this is this is where it comes out. I have like sixteen days episode. in that game. Anyways, <laughs> so I played through the game once with guns, and then and I you played still haven't through seen the whole game. Have you seen every quest everywhere you could go? No, no, exactly. I have not. There's a ton of stuff. Anyway, uh, like I went through the game a second time with a melee build, which was really fucking fun. Um, so I. Was would say that that one was probably more satisfying than just going through with guns but the guns were pretty fun as well so i know you shoot things you pick locks you hack computers um what are some other aspects to the gameplay um well there's uh power armor which existed in the other games uh what's the difference between power armor and armor well 
There was in Fallout Three. There was no difference. Power armor was just a basically super advanced armor. Okay. And in Fallout Four, it's essentially an Iron Man suit that you put on over your armor to increase um, your ability to move around, your ability to carry items, um, your ability to withstand attacks, okay. stuff like that. Power and armor was developed by the U.S. military in the year <laughs> so it's something before the Great War to help aid the communist uh, repulsion. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, and so uh, – and you need uh, – Basically, power cores that you can get throughout the game just by that either killing certain creatures or getting um, getting them from certain buildings and stuff to power this armor. It was basically running on gas. Yeah, but um, you fill the tank on the power armor. Yeah, <laughs> which kind of became annoying, and most players never really used power armor as I far as I read it. online. Uh, they just kind of conserved these fusion cores <laughs> for special missions they, where they believed that they could not survive without So what power they armor. did is they made this power armor because you, you get hit, pieces of the power armor start falling off. Um, so you stop, so you're not, you know, and then you have to collect these fusion cores, which are hard to collect. And so you just end up hoarding them and not really wanting to take out your power armor. <laughs> yeah. So basically the armor becomes useless for what it was before. And before in Fallout 3, uh, it was kind of geared towards like a survival game where like the more you use weapons, uh, and armor, they kind of deteriorate, deteriorated and, uh, became useless or broken and then you could repair them. Can I say that and, that is my least favorite thing in all RPGs? Go ahead. Well, in Fallout 4, you may be excited about this. They got rid of that. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, except for power and, armor. Yeah, except for the power armor, which is now the only thing that okay. has repairable stuff. Okay. Right. So, so how do, okay, so that. you got armor, uh, what I about assume, the, what about the combat? Like how is the combat in this game? Combat? I know it's a, it's an RPG and traditionally they're kind of a slower combat system, but that's one thing that Bethesda does really well, or at least has in the past, is have a very active, very, uh, moving, fluid combat system. I mean, does this one stand up to, the previous entries in the Fallout series or even Skyrim? I would say yes. It has a fairly good combat system. You can play um, through it like a first-person shooter without aim assist. You can play through okay. it uh, first-person, third-person, whatever you want. Um, there's also in Fallout a system called VATS in which you're able to slow down time and calculate your attacks on your enemies. Uh, so with guns, you can aim at certain parts of the body to, like destroy them or uh-huh. cripple them stuff like that which is you a can, unique thing to fall out you can even upgrade um, that vat system to see what the enemies were weak against so you can kind of know what weapons you should use against them yeah but did you feel like the vat system was kind of clunky in this one uh a little bit but i do like the fact that in Fallout 4, the enemies were still moving and right, the slowed down, down time, time yeah. instead like of Fallout 3 where everything just stopped uh-huh so it was kind of it, it added an interesting and kind of rushed feeling to having to speed up combat, okay. which was pretty awesome. As bats is pretty important. To See the what else is part Fallout of gameplay series. in uh, Fallout Four? Like side quests, 
There are a lot of side quests. Camera, just take a um, break here. You're looking flush. Basically, <laughs> I was the only one to do side quests. So I won't go too much into it to spoil it for Cam Cam. Well, that's um, basically what the game's about, right? Like it is mostly about doing, doing side, side quests. quests right? Yeah, there's, a, you're coming out into this world and you're making a name for yourself in the world. Yeah, essentially, by the end of the game, you rule the world, and everybody still tells you to uh, declog their pipes. So hog status. <laughs> Yes. I am the general. Yeah. I that, that, that's kind of what pisses me off about those games. They put you in charge. Like for the Minutemen, they're like, oh, you're, you are our leader. You are the general, the man who commands the troops. Now go clear out that settlement for us. <laughs> put your life on the line for the people. Uh, anyway, that's yeah, so, yeah, so. Uh, that's probably the only problem I really have with doing side quests in Bethesda games because they all do it to you. They all do it. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, they all have menial tasks that it's like, don't you know who I am? I mean, everyone else is always saying, oh, you're the hero of blah, blah, blah. This guy's a beast. <laughs> and you're over here having me do this nonsense, clearing out a few scamps in your fucking field. You want me to get a fucking book for you? Go to a library. Yeah, they're free cards. <laughs> it's a community service, you ass. <laughs> How is exploration in this game? How is it dealt with? Is you just walk from place to place? You do walk from place to place. Um, there is an ability called fast travel. I know a lot of people like to play the game without fast travel, which is where you can travel <laughs> back to anywhere that you've been before uh, instantly. So you don't have to walk all the Good way back. So people want to do that for fun? Not do yeah, that? people want to do that for fun because there are hidden things throughout the, yeah, the game exactly. that you couldn't find normally if you had just basically teleported. For back. example, it's a pretty big game. Yo, it's yeah, a pretty big game. It's a game. pretty big game and they're like the random encounters are extremely important. Like example, walking up on the satellite array, I hear this little like what sounds like a jet powering through the sky and I look up. There's this weird ship, smoke trail everything. And it just goes away. And then listen, listen to your really, really low boom. And you travel over there, and it's an alien ship that crash landed, and it's on fire and everything. And you look at the ground, That's there's crazy. green blood oh, leaving man. the leaving the crash site. You follow it, and you see this alien in a cave. And if you played the the Mothership Zeta expansion of Fallout 3, they look oh, like those yeah. aliens. Does and so you're in this ship? cave, and there, he's, and there he is looking at you. You kill him, and he has the alien blaster with the, oh. like 500 ammo. Oh, I was hoping crazy. I was hoping you were going to say you found like Will Smith dragging him through the <laughs> desert <laughs> in a parachute. <laughs> Uh, be- What's that goddamn smell? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you made your character look like Will Smith, you could play out that scene for him. <laughs> but I don't know. The motorhome part might be a little hard to duplicate, but maybe, know. maybe just a, just a week. Okay, so you, that that kind of thing you can't get if you uh, fast travel. Yeah, if you're always fast traveling everywhere, there's these little random encounters you'll never find. Little special, little gems like, of like, the game. Almost. Like there's magazines littered throughout the wasteland, and there's different types of magazines Ooh. and. Uh, um, yeah, magazines will boost boost stats for you. Magazines will add different features for you. Oh, nice. also give you little cool perks. Stuff. Yeah, like there's Bobble one heads. that I found that was uh, give you bonus XP when you pass a um, uh, a speech um, therapist. <laughs> no, like a I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it. There's like a speech therapist. The, uh, a certain speech requirement, like if you have a certain ability in your personality points, Prisma. you know, 
uh, so you can like convince them of stuff. Uh, right. Then you get like bonus XP and just random little perks like that, just oh, cool. strewn throughout the game. Um, yeah, just stuff just hidden throughout the lands. It really encourages exploration. So, um, I was looking when you were playing the game. I saw on your menu whenever you level up, there were there's like this whole entire like sheet. That's the of the, li- the a little perk tree. little kid toys. <laughs> uh, that's the perk tree. That's, okay, that's tell me tell me boy. about the perk. Perk tree. Tell so, me about the vault boy. So you, yeah, the vault. The vault boy is a vault tech invention, kind of a fifty stylized thing. Um, He's but like the little have, idol character that like most companies have. You know? Okay. Yeah. You have your base stats, um, your special, and the special is an acronym that stands for strength, perception, endurance, um, charisma, um, special uh, intelligence, agility, <laughs> and luck. And then underneath that, you have um, different little perks you can add, but sometimes you have to be a certain level before you can put a point into that perk. Every time you level up, you get another point you can use. You can either put it into a base stat, or you can put it into a special little part of the perk tree. Okay. So the perk trees are basically... Can you fuck yourself over with that thing? Yes, Yes. you can. (laughs) Yes, you can. And I always did, because I tried to start out with a level build. I shouldn't have done that. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, wait, did they have anything like this in the previous follow-up? Um, in Fallout 3, there was a similar system, but it didn't really. It didn't require. work the same way. It seemed very extensive from what I was looking yeah, at. Yeah, it was probably more extensive in 4. Although it's a lot more extensive in 4. And things yeah. change a little bit. More time to spend in game. Yeah. Is there, yeah. A, is there a max level? There is not in There's Fallout no level. 4. Holy shit. Wasn't there one in, there wasn't like 50? There was in, uh, yeah, there was, it was like 50 in Fallout 3. I just figured out your max level would be all those things maxed out, but do those things max uh, out? Uh, you can, they can max out and you can go even beyond that. Yeah. Good god. Uh, there's one aspect of the game I did not get to enjoy, but I wanted to really bad. Okay, what, what was, was that? that? It is the um, community leader ver- a part of it. With um, the Minutemen, you can go liberate a whole bunch of settlements and make it defensible, but you can basically be a community leader. There is a trophy that's super hard to get where you can get a community up to a hundred happiness. And it's fucking bullshit, by the way, and it's and only a bronze. You can you can get in there. A bronze trophy. Yeah, a bronze Ooh. trophy for like the most difficult thing in the game. And you can go in there, you this like one huge fun aspect of the game that I didn't really get to enjoy is the settlement building where you can actually go in there and establish your own settlement. You can pick a site that's I already remember been created. them talking about that on the uh on the video you were showing me during uh-huh. E3. Yep, so you build up your settlement any way you want it to. You build up your defenses, you build up um, just any way you could food, places to sleep, you, you assign settlers jobs in your in, in your um, your settlement, and each settlement can have 10 people plus what your charisma is at. So 10 people base, and if your charisma is 10, you can have up to 20. It's, they're still out on if you have anything that boosts your charisma over 20, if you can actually have more settlers over that number. Um, but you can create shops, um, for just supplies, ammo, all sorts of stuff. And then you can even set up a trading caravan in oh, between man. all of your settlements. So when you have a settlement, like we said before, you can scrap anything. You can scrap, you can cars, mailboxes, broken houses, anything can be turned into materials for something else. And once you set up that supply train, it makes everything in each settlement available in another settlement. See, this sounds like the part that I really want to play. The setting up the settlement. I can spend a lot of time. It's like, like a oh, nice little uh, Civ Five. Yeah, it's, it's basically the God game that Joe wants to build. Shh. 
<laughs> we don't talk about that. Go, it's it's in Fallout 4, just not quite to the level that Joe wants. Go on YouTube, look up Fallout 4 Super Settlements or something like that. You're going to see some crazy crazy creations that I want to do. Yeah, there, there have been people that have built houses that look like AT-ATs from Star Wars, and that's really fucking <laughs> there was sweet. One, there was one that someone built an entire skyscraper. We're talking like 90 floors out wow, of this dude. building tools. Oh, that's probably easy to spot. He like, might hey, what's have... that? Let's go attack it. <laughs> Except um, for they don't bloom until you're close. Oh. And the, They'll just fly the, more, resources, it, the more resources that are available in dun, your dun. settlement, the higher your defenses defenses have to be or else raiders try to kill your settlement okay so yeah uh-huh. um there is um a cap of how much uh, like a, a set limit of how many items you can create in a settlement but those pc users can turn that off and basically create these monstrosities oh nice so that's where the skyscraper comes from yeah okay um, it's a little clunky on the lower level getting things to line up exactly right but if you're patient you can make something awesome Okay. Yeah, I did see you getting kind of frustrated with it, uh, trying to make like a fence, and it just kept like trying to go <laughs> perpendicular to you instead of just connecting and continuing. The line. Well, what I can tell, yeah. this game is just gigantic. Oh man! And so you know the fact that you know Caleb's played it twice and hasn't even seen that much stuff, and uh, you know little things like that. Obviously, you know the game is so big that they're going to have little. Little problems with uh, with some things, glitches, and it are is a brand. Normal. It is a brand new game, and what? it's Bethesda. <laughs> it is Caleb Craig. Did you uh, before we get to Cameron's glitches? Did you ever uh, encounter any uh, glitches outside of the two big glitches that are known as the duplication glitch and the infinite? Sounds like the W glitch. item glitch from Final Fantasy. Yeah, it sounds it like it was okay. So basically, what it is is. Uh, you have your dog, and you drop an item that you want to duplicate onto the ground, and then you tell him to pick it up, and then you run over to the item and pick it up just as he's bending down to pick it up, and then you get that item, and then he also drops a duplicate. If you do, but the timing is insanely hard to do. I saw something that Cameron was doing. Okay, there was one glitch element I had to use because I did not have time to keep getting money to keep buying the ammo I needed. So there's a glitch. Did you do the infinite? No, I did no. not do the, I, I only did a glitch that gave me the item I wanted. I didn't do anything to give me a lot of caps. Uh, so what I did is, but I it's, told him not to cheat to, to beat I had to have time. ammo in order to go to the next thing. It's I could cheap. not not do it. And it's then cheap. I told him to just do it so later. I could beat and the then game. he was like, like, I'm not going to. But anyways, what happens is if you go to a vendor, this could be patched. Hopefully it's patched soon. Um, what you need to do is you give him one item from your arsenal. Doesn't matter what it is. I always pick the thing that's least worth to me. One 38 round. I give him one round and then I can pick anything else in his inventory. And I hit X and square basically at the same time. And it will automatically move what I wanted from his inventory into my inventory. And I just hit OK. Holy shit. I did not even know about that. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> and it, if you have any caps, it'll take the caps that it's worth. But if you don't have the caps for it, it still gives it to you. It just says minus how many thousands so of caps it was worth. Oh, my God. Does that stay in your inventory, the negative thousand? No. Oh, so if you go in there with no money, <laughs> you can come out of there like a bandit. Yep. You can come yes. out with everything he has. But the no one, one will try to I shoot I noticed, you. though, is when you, when you go to him, it still acts like when you go back to him and you have the item still in your inventory, it's still acts like you are still like you look over your in- inventory has that little green square next to it like you're still contemplating buying it but it's, it's, oh, still so it's like forever glitched in that screen but it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter and so <laughs> wow 
any, browsing. any, I did it for ammo because I wanted to do the perk where I can create my own weapons and I have the, I use the, uh, my, uh, combat rifle the most, the 45 round comp, the combat rifle that uses the 45 round. And, uh, I was trying to make it into this awesome rifle, except a lot of the stuff I want to do, do for it, I couldn't couldn't do it because they were level three gun nut perk which you have to tear up what you can do in order to make the guns you want but i had to be level 25 in order to do that and i just beat the game at level 25 nice. <laughs> oh so you missed out on something you and so about. the end the end <laughs> yeah. of the game was a real hard hard little thing for me because i was level 25 and still basically barely using stuff over the points, beginning stuff points for cameron <laughs> tell us tell us about that glitch from yesterday because i gotta okay so back to how I feel really bad about killing innocent people. There is this mission I had to do for someone that entailed us taking out a part of a faction to reclaim some individuals for the faction I was doing stuff for. So we get in, we kill the people shooting at us. That's fine. They're shooting at me. I'm killing them. But then there was innocent people inside caravan guards and a whole bunch of stuff. And they were part of the fighting. They weren't shooting at me at all, but they were shooting at the people I was with. Um, I killed this brotherhood knight who had, um, a, a minigun, um, and he was, you know, killing us. And so I shoot him. And then one of the people I was with, a synth, basically a Terminator type dude, picks it up and starts laying waste to everything. He's killing the, the women, the caravan <laughs> guard, even the freaking Brahmin, the thing, the pack animal that carries stuff. And the children too. And the Brahmin, <laughs> the pack animal. And he was just laying waste to it with the Smitty gun. I just, I couldn't take it. And I wanted his mask. So I, <laughs> I killed him. <laughs> so I, I killed him. And the only problem is when I killed him, the guy I was with, a, he, a courser, which is basically the terminated version of a synth, um, saw me do it, but he was kind of necessary for the quest that I was going to finish. So he saw me kill this person. So he turns on me, starts shooting me. So I kill him. But when I did that, I killed him. And since he was necessary to the quest, I made the rest of that quest glitch out. So I go into, this is the bunker hill. You go underneath bunker hill and there's this huge battle going on and it's like raging on people going back and forth, just bullets everywhere. And I start to try to get in on the battle, but my gun isn't I'm shooting, I'm throwing stuff, grenades and shooting stuff, but no one is dying. No health is going down, but as soon as I shoot someone, they turn to me and start shooting and killing me. <laughs> Next time, I, I'm like, hey, that was weird. I reload to get back in there, and this time I noticed, hey, this battle is going, it's pretty heavy, but no one's dying. So they're not even doing damage <laughs> to each other. And so I'm like, this is freaking crazy. I can't kill you. He was yelling. He was screaming downstairs. I broke the game. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, my quest. I'm like, okay, just. I'm like, okay, my quest is over here. Um, so I run through the middle of this pitch battle while taking stim packs and drinking purified water. (laughs) I'm like pushing past people trying to kill me, and I get to the part where I see those four people I'm supposed to reclaim, and they're all like. Talk, thank you for giving us another chance at life. I'm like, I didn't do anything. And then the dead, the courser I'd killed up outside reappeared dead on the ground next to me. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, I broke the game. So I had a reload to save. That was an 
oh, that was like an hour or so earlier. And I had to just redo that quest and then go back down there and not oh. kill it. And, oh, man, that was last night. I was up till four last night because of that. And that, uh, that body teleporting there reminds me of a glitch that happened to me in Skyrim where I was going to marry my partner. She was like following me around and then she'd been killed by like a troll. And then, like, I went to, like, go get married to, like, this other girl (laughs) because she was dead. (laughs) And, like, it wouldn't let the marriage happen. And everybody was pissed at me because, like, I missed the wedding. And I was like, what the shit? I was here. And then, like, after that happened, my dead previous wife was, like, right there in the church. No. with, With everybody. And then I tried their marriage again, and it would let me because she was there. She, she she got her invite. She had to be there. <laughs> yes, she Corpse was there in, in spirit and <laughs> living in or body. dead. I have to be there. <laughs> you said <laughs> so, guys. W- is the gameplay? Is it fun? It is fun. All in all, I think it's less glitchy than Fallout Three, but the glitches in Fallout Three are more of a nostalgia type thing. <laughs> the, no- the noodle bodies <laughs> bouncing off in the distance is just is just good. Dude, they do that in Four too. I haven't if seen you, it. If you do, the most things. glitch I see is when I throw a grenade and it tries to do the smoke. It turns into like black pixelation. I can't see through. That's the I, I hit a dude so hard with my super sledge that his body went flying into the wall and then fused with it and started dancing. <laughs> oh yeah, it was like a part of the. Wall. I've seen that before in Oblivion. <laughs> I had a guy hit me so hard that my guy like fell to the ground and then he like turned into this pool. They just not have play testers at uh, Bethesda? They do. No, it just like randomly it's, happens. It's just how much coding goes into it. I mean, every little quest that you do alters the game and over exactly. like a hundred hours, like all these little things happening to the game, it just screws with something earlier. It doesn't really affect anything. It's no, it does really when you turn looking. into a fucking puddle and you can't move. And you guys like trying to flee puddle mode and you're still getting hit. And I'm like, what the fuck? I think the worst glitch that ever happened to me was when I was playing Skyrim and then I like went to like I went into the water and oh, it was all fine. And then I got to the oh, point yeah. where I was started I, where I was swimming. And then as soon as I got swimming level deep, the game froze. Yeah, wasn't that a big it, one for him? It, yeah, it it just wouldn't like <laughs> let me play the game, and it took them like two months to release a patch that fixed oh, it. Oh, dude, sucks. But that yeah. is notorious for the <laughs> all glitches, right. So, big games, so big out of ten for gameplay, the most important aspect of game. Out of ten, arguably, yes. What yes. would you uh, What would you give this game, Cameron? Well, there were some. Things that bothered me about the gameplay, but assuming glitches would eventually be fixed. Yeah, I think of this as like a you play it a few years down the road. Now they don't necessarily fix every glitch. If you look at Oblivion's Game of the Year edition, I cannot not be a fucking vampire when I become a vampire. You're just fucked. The lady will not take the fucking blood root or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> um, game breaking glitches I didn't really come across. Um, one big thing about me is the gun I like Except to use was one. too slow, but I could have you know fixed that if I was a high enough level. Well, you are now. Um, but yeah, but I think reviews now. <laughs> I say gameplay gets a seven, eight, eight out of ten. All right, so eight, eight out of ten. That's lower than I thought you would give it. There's certain things that bother me. All right, fair enough. Eight out of ten, solid. Especially when I'm in vats, the guy's right there in vats, and I miss him all the shots. I just I can't 
No. You can't handle that. It's like it's almost like in COD where you've got someone right in front of you and the aiming reticle is so big, even though the barrel is in the guy's face. And it's like, oh, yeah, you missed. It's like, no, I can't move forward because I'm going inside him with my rifle. <laughs> this is not a miss. I don't care what the reticle says. So stuff like that did happen. Um, And yeah, there was some, but it's all about numbers and chances. I think that's why there's a lot of glitches because it's always running percentages. Like you're going to have a, this much of a percentage. Of oh yeah. Yeah. It. I remember that with, and even if you have this big gun, you're still going to have a chance <laughs> of hip firing it and killing someone. Okay. Yeah. So there's certain aspects kind of clunky, kind of slow, but the rest of it's great, but it's awesome. Okay. All right. Fair enough. What about you, Caleb? I would say a nine, nine out of 10. Yeah. The Bethesda games don't really stop being fun. I mean, like, they're that always fun to true. play. Uh, you can pick it up, like, anytime. It, like, after having played a bunch of other games, it'll always be entertaining. All right. Okay. Well, let's move on to the next aspect. Guys, how did the game look? Yeah. The, the design, design of the game, the design of the areas, artistically and graphic-wise. Uh, what are we talking I mean, we know the game is supposed to be smaller than 3, isn't it? The size of the map. I don't it feel I think they're about the same. Oh, okay. I know, roughly. I know we were talking earlier. About I do know the, they have like the map lines, but then the, the game can go beyond the map. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it can a little bit. All right. Although so a that's... good chunk of four is water. So I, I guess you oh, could say true. it's slightly smaller or about the same. To break the chair. <laughs> Cameron, uh, broke Caleb's chair just barely. And um, we'll have to figure that out after we're done. Yes. Here. <laughs> anyway, design. How did it look? I mean, did it was it appealing? Did the things make sense? Uh, I would say yes. It looked very much like yeah. the previous Fallout games as far as think, the environment. Yeah. Environment. Um, I, mean, I think the graphics were maybe marginally better than Fallout 3. Marginally. It's significantly, I would say. Maybe it's easy to remember. There, there's right, a right. lot of like little things on the ground and like just everywhere. Yeah, that it's a lot better than in Fallout 3. Like Skyrim was a big jump from Fallout 3. Yeah, you gotta remember, like, I don't know, for me when I'm playing. Okay, then marginally better than Skyrim. Especially when I'm playing games in the same series, I will, uh, I'll remember the game before being almost the same graphical quality. Like with Call of Duty, for example, I'm like, yeah, four looked amazing, you know. And then I go back. And then you from go four, back, and you're like, oh, even same gen, like Black Ops to okay. four. I'm like, oh <laughs> god, like and that was, I don't know. So it, you kind of get into the swing right. of things. So it seems like it's only a little bit better until you until you actually go back. But yeah, and then and then people looked a lot fucking better than they have in previous. But they have games. a lot of designs. <laughs> I know one thing that. Another thing that uh, these guys do a lot is they reuse the character faces, faces, voices. Yeah, I don't see, re- I didn't see a lot of repetition in faces at all. In yeah, they're, they were pretty unique as far as like faces and stuff go, and the voices I would say were also pretty varied. Oh, okay. yeah, definitely. There wasn't we'll, many we'll reuses. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, does does this kind of sound, or is this a gameplay design where you're sitting there talking to someone, and the first part of what they're saying, their mouth isn't even moving. It's just and their mouth is closed, that's and then they're going on reading their mind. I'd be, I'd say that's design. Yeah, that's design. Okay, that happened a lot. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that didn't really happen to me. You just communicate telepathically. You well, have see, a really with, close with, connection to and that And also person. with me, there were so many times I'll be playing something, and the and the, the it gets intense, and then the frame rate on this is on a PS4, mind you, would just drop. I'm just 
going like oh, choppy so slow. Jeez, that's not a good issue to have this day and age. Not. People are like frame rate or death. It happened. <laughs> it happened so often. It wasn't always like that. It would like catch up to itself. But that I would go to somewhere speed. new. It, it would go. I would go somewhere new, or something huge happened, and then all of a sudden the frame rate is just chop, 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 chop. Yeah. So, uh, design like character design. L- let me say that as a observer of what Caleb or what Cameron was playing, <laughs> I was not that impressed because you know I've been playing a lot of PS3 games. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, for a while now, and I'm just like the PS4 has not impressed me. The PS2 to the PS3 impressed me, and of course PS1 to PS2 impressed me. Talking those eras of of kind of console switching. <laughs> PS3 to PS4, there hasn't been a game that's really delved into its uh processing power except for maybe that 1980 whatever 1886 the 1886 <laughs> which i've seen trailers of and it looks like a beautiful game it is uh my my concern with fallout 4 is that it doesn't really tr- maybe it's not even trying to be like a a graphical uh, i would say that it's not really trying to be superior yeah mostly because of how vast it's it already is huge. not everybody is square enix so yeah that's true. i have been playing final <laughs> fantasy games solidly <laughs> so like even final <laughs> fantasy 13 looks like 12 times better than fallout 4 does <laughs> Um, with at least the quality of character animation. Yeah, there's a lot more going yeah. on in Fallout 4, but. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There's a lot more going on. So it is kind <laughs> it's of. It's not a hallway, too. It's kind of that balancing act between yeah. how big do we want to make this game and how good do we want to make it look. Right. I mean, but if then you again, we play yeah. 7, and 7 looks like hell. <laughs> Environment wise, I think it does look pretty good. But character does, model yeah. wise. Character models have always suffered in Bethesda games, whereas, like, the environment was always really good looking. And I think that that's what they kind of focus on because uh you tend to play in first person at least most play but i do anyway it's easier um, to shoot guns yeah it's, it's easier to see and then like you can it's easier to shoot people mm-hmm. um so they don't really kind of focus on that as much i mean like you obviously see a bunch of people and there's a lot of interaction but they they want you to just kind of look at the world and be like, oh, well, that looks pretty awesome. Okay. They want you to be wandering the wasteland and then looking over the corner and seeing something peeking over the hill and then going, I'm going to go find out what's over there. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, well, I can't see it. It, it, <laughs> it looks too shitty the, from here. The Bethesda, <laughs> the Bethesda games are really about exploration okay. um, more than just like the people that All are right. around. And then I don't know how many hours that i put in this in this game to beat the main story i think maybe just like around 25 hours i and i've put into it and if you look at my map you just see a line of places <laughs> i've discovered and that's it there's just blank space off it's like a side. it's like a lazy game of age of empires where you're like you tried to explore and then you're like nah fuck it i'm, I'm just gonna go back <laughs> I only want to know what's around here. Or, or Civ and your, you know, person gets killed and you just don't have the resources to make another one, so you've only seen this strip. <laughs> so, design out of ten. Mm, I'm gonna have to put design. Cause is design taking in the graphics or decide design does have to be graphics and Overall? art? Art. Um, there's a lot of cat pictures in, in Fallout. Let's go with eight. <laughs> yeah, it was going to be a six, but then he thought about the cat pictures. So you you want eight? That's what you're going to. He wants. I want to go with pictures. eight in design because right. because of, of cat portraits. Just joking. <laughs> All right, Caleb. What about I, you? I would also agree as eight. 
All right. Okay. Yeah, that's right. pretty. Decent. So now sound design, a very important aspect of most games. Yeah, for us especially with Final Fantasy. What does this game? I know this game, uh, the series traditionally has a lot of fifties music. Because exactly, and that helps add to that atmosphere. Oh, of, definitely yeah. of that fifties era, but then the kind of the Cold War type feel, and just you know, it's killing people to this upbeat fifty song. There's just nothing, nothing. Yeah, that there's beats nothing that quite as magical as yeah. like shooting a guy <laughs> in the face or cutting somebody up while listening to a song, literally saying about some guy chopping people up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, we've all we've all played uh, Bioshock. That's one of the things I loved about that. You know, I'll be like, I was in Bioshock 2 drilling someone to death with my drill arm to Mama Loves Mambo. <laughs> Just gore in the sky. It's, it's perfect. So that game, this game, it, it has the same and, kind of so stuff. So actually, you know, if you tune into a radio station, you get a lot of the same songs plus some new ones from Fallout 3. So I like the sound selection. For me, though, I don't know whether or not this was the, the, the TV I was listening on. I at times felt the music was a little overpowering. And, yeah, um, it, was, it was over the voice acting. Quality. Exactly. Really? Exactly. Way over the voice acting. And even, even if I turn off the radio and just the at, because if you turn off the radio, they have ambient music that'll come in, especially when you're doing stuff. Um, that would even come over the voice acting a lot. Oh, I don't know geez. if that was because of the TV I was watching it on. I should have changed the sound, the sound aspect. You can change the sound in the I'm game. Too. Joe's offended by this. No, well, <laughs> the here's the thing. If it's, if it's not, if it's not stereo, you shouldn't be like whatever its stock sound levels are. That's should be what's coming out of that TV. Right. So it, it shouldn't be messing with anything. So because I I didn't mess with the sound really in Fallout Three, and that was just fine. I could leave my radio going. Yeah, I was over wondering why you time. didn't just put the subtitles on so that either that or turn the music. Can you There's edit the sound in the game? Like you yeah, you can, you can go into you can you can go to options and did I didn't do it. So wait, hey, do you do you have a <laughs> Jesus? I know do you have a radio good. in your suit. Then do you always have a so, radio on. I mean, so Pit Boy, the little computer that you have on your arm. It's a mini computer that is on your arm. It's essentially a cell phone that does not work. Is it your inventory phone. too? Isn't that how you access everything? Yes. Yeah, it's pretty much your menu. <laughs> so it's system. like a little chest too. You like open it up, and it's like a yeah, a yeah. It's, it's, it's like, like a, portal a computer to inventory of what's in your that has nothing, all your stuff. What's your just magic? But you can only carry a finite <laughs> exactly. number of stuff okay. in this infinite little pocket. I always wonder why in RPGs they aren't wearing backpacks. You know, I I'm kind of wondering why they don't just fucking have right. like. A cart. <laughs> One thing. <laughs> like a hobo. Because <laughs> that would be so less badass. Well, uh, like like the, I, I, the main I, thing in the game, your character's like pushing a fucking Walmart cart up this mountain. <laughs> Fallout 4. Well, you know what's funny about that? I actually saw a picture today where it was like some dude just like decked out in like armor and he had like three like shopping carts and he was just pushing them along and it was just full of stuff and then in the corner it was like Fallout 4. <laughs> 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 nice, nice. Yes. One thing in Fallout 3 that I like that didn't come into Fallout 4 is when the, the weapon you had actively equipped, when you put it away, depending on what, what weapon it was, it either go out your hip or on your back. Fallout yeah. 4, you put your weapon away, it just disappears. And then you're Up the ass. Yeah. Just, it just disappears and you're running along. It goes into that little pocket, man. The and, little pip pocket. And then if you're in, if you're in the, the pip hole, if you're in the power armor, I, love the, pip hole. I the power armor, I look too pudgy to me. It was too bulky. Like you were Cam Cam doesn't like his characters to look like they're fat. No, and this not his fat. He doesn't look fat. He just looks like just so th- thick and 
bulky. And when he doesn't it's have any weapons. armor, Cam Cam. And when he, but in Fallout it, 3, it didn't look it's like powerful, that. baby. It's because in Fallout 3, it was <laughs> meant to be like armor normally. But anyways, the point I was getting to, it's this huge, it's this huge, huge guy in this power armor. And he just doesn't have anything in his hands. He's just walking along. And another thing is when you pull out a, a gun, and if it's not something like a minigun, it looks so small in your hands. Like you're like shooting a peach. <laughs> yeah, you just got this tiny little water gun. <laughs> I guess that would be an aspect issue where it's like, eh, that was oh, that's another thing. Machine. I wish they had more variety in armor. The yeah. Better looks. I hope they, they with the DLC they'll add better looks to armor. Well, they always do. So there's that to look for. So that sound. Uh, <laughs> sound design. Was it pretty good as far as like environments and... Uh, I would say so. Weapon when there were, sounds and when footsteps and all that. Footsteps, other stuff. yeah, definitely. You could always hear. Uh, there was something in, around the corner. In certain, yeah, <laughs> something around the corner. Uh, in certain situations, like in uh, one particular uh, side quest, I can I think of it was kind of like a horror uh, related one, and so you could kind of hear the steps of this thing moving around. Or like just near you, but you couldn't see it, and then you could hear just like uh, kind of generic like horror screeches, like whenever like right. something was gonna happen, you know, like the claw coming down from the the ceiling, grabbing a dead body, <laughs> ripping it in half, stuff like that. A claw uh, yeah, normal from stuff. the wall, yeah, just the normal stuff. The side of the wall, <laughs> and just and so I I think that the as far as like. The ambient sound for the background stuff was pretty, pretty fantastic. How yeah. was the voice acting? <laughs> How was it? Um, another settlement needs your help. The voice acting, I think, was decent. Like Caleb said before, they didn't really repeat voices too often. Um, really, didn't match up to the character's yeah, mouth very well. Um, but sound, even just as. You know, your character making sound and other characters making sound. It's very important to gameplay. One thing that I, it's every Bethesda game that you have to sneak a little bit in. You, you're sneaking, you kill someone and everyone's like, what was that sound? And they look at the dead body and goes, Oh, must have just been a figment of my imagination or, Oh, it's nothing. I'm just getting jumpy. <laughs> the guy's dead right there. He's fucking He's died just taking for no a nap. <laughs> no slipping on the job. So out of 10, sound. Ooh. I'm gonna have to go six on this one for me. Uh, what you were okay? <laughs> Where gonna, does the six let, come no, from? No, don't. I'm, don't. Gonna, I'm gonna put a seven on sound. Don't. uh huh, We don't have to. I, 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 I enjoyed it. It was good, but I think they could have done better. Like, was it mostly the volume levels? That the volume is a big levels thing for me. If you can't hear the cutscenes. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, the base, fuck? the base sound off of a of a game. You know, their presettings should make it so you can hear the game. Um. And there's just some like a clunkiness with the sound. Someone's probably going to call you an asshole for that. <laughs> I, you could sound. change the settings, you dick. Yeah, well, the base fuck. settings should be so Easy. you can hear the game. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. agree. No, I, agree I, I'm with you. Yeah. I That's... mean, of course, I could have gone there and modified the sounds and had an enjoyable. <laughs> but you didn't have time. <laughs> but I didn't have time to go to the menu. <laughs> I ain't got time for menus. I didn't even save. I just left it on. <laughs> no save run through. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. oh, that All would right. be brutal. So I did. I did decide to add another category to this. Now, there's a couple reasons why I did. One of it is because if we do all of these scores right now, it's out of 80. 80 is a stupid number. (laughs) And I thought, okay, what would make a game... What makes a game good? Out of all of these, we've got, you know, the storyline, the gameplay, the design, the music, and sound. 
one really important aspect to a video game is its replayability. Oh, yeah. I think that's an important thing. I mean, if you have a game that... Or it's continued replaying. Or continued playing, yeah. I mean, it could be either restarting, it could be more side quests. As long as your character doesn't die at the end of the game, most games will just kick you back into the universe. How motivated are you guys to play this game? 10 out of 10. After beating it. <laughs> I, I would say <laughs> I 10 out of 10 as well, Can as I, I already did play it a second time, <laughs> and we'll probably play it a third. So you're not satisfied uh, even after two times. <laughs> I mean, well, if you want to put it that way, I guess. That's a good uh, thing, yeah. Oh, God, who just burped? Sorry. That was death, like <laughs> incarnate. And actually, oh. actually, that was... Jalapeno poppers, a roast beef sandwich, and Mountain Dew. Dude, I Something, tasted the hey, you know what? You know what? <laughs> there was a cow that died for that roast beef sandwich, so yeah. in a way... It is death. <laughs> it is death. <laughs> I was just paying for oh, the God. Caleb, Caleb have can never process meat I'm paying fully. homage to that cow. I know, I put my meat he in his mouth all the time, and he well. never processes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely for me, I feel like there's a huge portion of the game I did not get to experience, and so I will purchase this game and play it through. Are you saying you didn't purchase? It? I did not purchase this game. I didn't well, have time. Like, he said a few. You didn't times have time to go to the store and buy it. <laughs> I borrowed it from Caleb because he already played it twice, yeah. and he was still playing it when I borrowed it. It's so great. while Schweiss adds up all the scores and divides it by how many categories there are, and thus making an average score uh, for the reviews. Um, overall thoughts on Fallout 4, gentlemen. Loved it. Loved uh, it. <laughs> I would say it's definitely worth picking up. I mean, I know a lot of people hate it just because it's popular, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, like, uh, it's a really good game, a really good style. I mean, a lot of people that wouldn't like RPGs would definitely like, uh, this game because it's a shooter, which a lot of people enjoy. Uh, and then you can also do what, like whatever you want in it. So I would definitely recommend playing it. I would too. And I would recommend playing Fallout 3 if you haven't played that and are playing Fallout 4. I'm kind of tempted to play the original Fallouts as well. Although I, I want to play the, the original the Fallouts. Bird's as well. Eye View games. Yeah, yeah, the fucking tactics. Esque uh, grid system combat no, because it's not really you don't have to. For those people really who like are that. interested, there are lots of Easter eggs from Fallout Three and Fallout Four. Individuals yeah. you can meet and stuff like that. So I definitely Good old McCready and uh, hey. and the mothership thing, the aliens <laughs> and the aliens. Well, and McCready that would have been lost. That would have been Doctor Lee, mm-hmm. and then yeah. So in the in the coming weeks, I assume you're going to play a little bit of Fallout Four. How about you just tell I'm us? Return it to tell us about your uh, your future endeavors in Fallout Four once we get to those. Okay. Um, I'm probably going to start over from the beginning and then and then not get there in time and stress <laughs> and then take my time, There's no time enjoying limit. the game There's I'm no gonna, time limit. I'm going to have a wonderful start because I know some some places to go when you're first starting out um, if you have advanced lock picking skill from the gate and you don't actually go to sanctuary right away there's a lot of cool stuff you can get right around the vault gate and I know how to get that that cryo laser from the vault too you can dog meat can fetch it for you Dog meat can go grab it for you. Are you serious? Yes, he can. He can break through he the can fucking break through thing, thing and take it. Wow, that is fantastic. So news. what is our new plan? <laughs> Official rating for Fallout 4. We give it an 80 out of 100. That's Both a, of you gave it 40. <laughs> In your own respective areas. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool, actually. 
Yeah. That's, that's a pretty good, decent score. That's a pretty decent score for this like game. On, on Metacritic, I would say that that's a game that you'd want to play. Yeah. I, so I do you guys, games do you guys recommend this game? I would definitely Highly recommend, recommend this game. All right. Three first, still. Well, you don't really have to play three in order yeah, to play um, four. But nice. it's, it's nice. I mean, you know, continuity and all that. Exactly. But, yeah. Okay. I, I like the little references that video games throw you. Those little Easter eggs, those little nods. And yeah, if you don't I'm have excited. the other... I'm excited. I'm excited to see what DLCs they have for it coming out, too. Yeah. New, uh, what would it be? New Reno instead of New <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> new there's Elko. A, there's a few less things to do, but the game looks better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God, in Fallout 3, you had that, that, that alien aspect to it. And there's actually a theory that the aliens are what caused the Great War anyway. But I'm not, if you're interested in that, you can go look it up. I want to see, like, uh, <laughs> Fallout. Dugway, and then it's just like you're stepping on mines every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Fuck this shit, dude! It's that already anyway. like that. Yeah, there's <laughs> mines fucking everywhere. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Mines everywhere. Oh, if they had nuclear war. Why would they have mines? Well, no, people after two hundred years. Oh, so people after. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah people right. have their own mines that they. That's just ridiculous. Joe, Joe hates with. traps as a. Oh, oh, there's the so many traps. <laughs> so many traps in Fallout 4. You have to keep your eyes open when you're oh, Joe, somewhere. Yeah, uh, when you play the Elder Scrolls games, they do that a lot. There's actually. a lot of traps. There's like little little things where you trip a little wire and like this the spike log will come down and hit you and it's like come on. <laughs> in Fallout and it's, it's to the extent in Fallout 3 you can actually have a perk that makes it so you don't set off traps oh and then in Oblivion if you touch it even after it's done moving it'll still damage <laughs> exactly. you it's like what the I remember fuck? that oh you, you remember those the uh, log, dead. Cam Cam you remember the spike doors in Skyrim oh man yeah if you trip if you step like on a on a certain rock in Skyrim like this whole metal door with spikes on it will come and try to smash you <laughs> that's nuts Wow. Yeah, those are sick. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that concludes our Fallout 4 review. Thank you, gentlemen. What's the, what's yep. the next game we're going to... We, we, do you think we'll have Diablo done in a couple weeks? Uh, hopefully in a couple weeks, yeah. All right. Because I'm probably going to beat it tonight, yeah. so... <laughs> I'll probably beat it next week. So All right. Fine. So well, let's, uh, I'll try anyway. I do have school and stuff. So oh yeah, that's gonna really all, start packing it. So are we gonna have another game there. next week? Or are we gonna be not not next week? Next week we'll have a discussion. Yeah, general okay. discussion. We're gonna try to do every other week uh, game review. We'll try. Okay. And it all depends on what it depends on. <laughs> Human error. That just means Joe. But uh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> our next we need some jingles. Uh, we need a getting fat jingle. But uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk War. about getting War. fat. We've been uh, it's been one week since we decided our New Year's resolutions, and we want to see how we're doing. Cameron, <laughs> I've been to the gym once yep nice. right. and i was like hey cameron come to the gym with me and it's like i have to play fallout 4 it seriously was like i was so low well, on he time. did he mean he had to yeah and so we didn't go to the gym you can all right go to the gym Joe. so that okay, was cameron here's the thing about going to the gym with a partner is that the whole point is that you get over like so you want a friend to watch you sweat i don't know we don't have to go exactly. to the gym for you have to have someone there just for like reliable you know Support. So, yeah, support almost. to go to the gym. Yeah, so you can go run on this treadmill with your headphones on, and I can run on this treadmill it's with my headphones on. It's about the going It's about the, the motivation. It's having another person oh, that's it's like, about come on, someone man, well, we gotta go. To the gym. Yeah. No, I could... <laughs> I'm just joking. I, I drove last time. I know, Joe. No, I, I think it's about having you someone to drag you there, not just yeah, you there. Yeah, right. And I tried to, and he was like, no. <laughs> All well, right. I ha- so Cameron did go work out once. And for the record, I beat so Fallout 3... 
like an hour before this review. So Fallout 4? <laughs> sorry, Fallout 4. Oh, you were playing the wrong too? game! You I beat Fallout 4 an hour before this review, so if I had gone to the gym that day, we'd be talking about something else. I'm just <laughs> no, We would just be an hour back in this thing. I right, also went true. to the gym once. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Caleb, what we're about you? We're supposed to go to the goals? gym tonight. Oh, oh well, that's not going to happen. No. <laughs> We need to re-look at the schedule and find another time. That's funny. All right. Because Saturday evening. You got time. Nah, I don't know about that, dude. Joe's got a lot of posts to do for other show. (laughs) Anyway, what about you, Caleb? So those two, yeah, you know, they didn't fail their goal, but didn't do as much as they probably intended. (laughs) We did half as much as we were supposed to do. Oh, so you did say I thought we were going to go three times a week. I thought it was three. Well, the third time would be after these shows are done. To go for an hour, but we got to get this show a little bit more packed down, I guess, uh, before we have a little bit more time to do that. Yeah, the the timing of it. Yeah, yeah, we shouldn't be starting our episodes three hours late. No, probably not. No, but we had uh, technical issues and then uh, other issues as you well. You should put that on your cock instead, Cameron. <laughs> he's uh, tightening enjoy it better. He's tightening a mic. Uh, what is it? A pop filter? Cameron's in ADD mode. Yeah, he's actually. He, it's proven that if you fiddle with something <clears throat> as you're doing work, you actually boosts creativity. Well, then what the fuck? Step it up. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't boost the work. Funny. It boosts creativity. Yeah, I'm still. <laughs> I, would, I would like to just add that. <laughs> well, what is he really working on? Right uh, now? I was listening to you guys shoot the wind. That's pretty much normal. Um, <laughs> my keyboarding goal. I have been trying to type correctly, and I'm getting a lit. I can. I'm marginally more comfortable at keyboarding than I was. Did you take uh, that typing test, Joe? No, I haven't taken it. My goal is over 40 words per minute, and I'm not there yet, so. Okay. Okay. Got it. Um, Caleb Craig? Well, really, my only goal was for the animations and the 366, which I am now at. What what was that? Seven? Seven What, What movies did you watch this week? I watched Watership Down, uh, The Penguins of Madagascar, nice. which was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's fine. Like, one. a lot better. And um, let's see, what else did I watch? I watched The Last Unicorn, Secrets of the Kells, uh, Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Nice, nice. And Is that it? Uh, how many movies is that? I don't know. I wasn't counting. Yeah, I wasn't actually <laughs> listening to you. I, I, know, I have I have like seven movies I watched. I still have like was two Ship more Down? to go. Uh, it was pretty good. I read the book. Did you? I had it read to me. To well, I saw the movie. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Um, so since Caleb, you know, set his goals too high, uh, we'll... <laughs> oh, yeah. I think none of us are on par with the I... 366. What are you talking? Three sixty-six. The three sixty-six movies in three hundred sixty-six days. Well, as soon yeah. as yeah, as soon as we get back to Joe, we Joe, will Joe is that. like he has to watch a movie today in order to be caught right, up. That's part and of it. I think you are too. You right? have to watch you a movie. Have to watch a, a day. movie. A We're day. not behind until the We're day's over. We're not behind over. until the day's over. I He's am right. behind, however. I'm not behind. <laughs> I <laughs> only only have to watch two movies. Oh, so now suddenly everyone's behind. Everyone is behind, technically. No, all right, so, uh, so you know. we're on. We're I'm right. on point. All right, so my goal was to get to lose some weight. Now I haven't really been working on that too much. Uh, most of the week, I you know I ate a little healthier, did my good stuff. But last night, 
I got taken out for my birthday, a late birthday gift, and it was Take to like Buka. He was taken out. It was to Buka something up in Salt Lake. Amazing Italian food. So I ate like a freaking horse up there. And then today we eat like crap because it's Is that podcast your horse day. Sound no. And uh, yes. so yeah, I haven't really. I think I've lost a little bit of weight, but I kind of packed it on just in pure food weight. But I feel a little better. So I don't know. you know what I did? I. uh I just started writing down what I what I've been eating, and it's kind of telling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I did. That, uh, that was my goal for the week was just to write down what I ate when I just had no uh, inhibitions. Yeah. Ten thousand pizza rolls. There were some days where I was only like three hundred calories over, so it really wasn't that bad. And I mean over from losing weight, so I was right on pretty much on point. Okay, yeah. Um, but then there were some days where I was at work, and when I'm at work, apparently I'm eating an extra 1,000 calories. That's a lot. Oh, That'll you, add up. You do work in like a pizza place. <laughs> oh. yeah, so that would do it. So I'm thinking maybe I should quit my job, and then I'll just lose 30 pounds. Probably. <laughs> but, um, I can't I, afford food. I'm yeah. losing weight. <laughs> I, I haven't really done anything as far as the grades go. I know that was one of them to do awesome in my classes, so I can hold my GPA above all, um, and I, don't know, I did take a yoga class too, which I'm hoping oh. that helps me get into shape. Yeah, and I'm kind of not flexible; like I, I can reach pretty far, but sometimes when I lay and twist in certain ways, my back starts. Is to this like, true? You just want to blow yourself, don't you? Uh, you know, I, I think that's like the goal. If I if that people. ever happened, you guys would just never see me again. Just, <laughs> <laughs> my my skeleton would be found upstairs with my head in between my legs, and I'm just dead. <laughs> he broke his neck. Yeah. <laughs> I needed it to be balls deep, so to speak. <laughs> so to you know, it's not that deep. <laughs> oh, fuck up. <laughs> but uh, no, anyway, the... So there's the, the yoga thing, and I'm hoping that helps me get back into shape a little bit. That's at least twice a week that I have a class now, a grade behind the class, and it's mostly attendance-based, so... Didn't you have a book goal, Cameron? Um, I did not have a book goal, but uh, I did. Good, I wanted to read more this year. I haven't read anything yet except for textbooks. Okay. Two books. I will plan, I do plan on reading the textbooks this completely. Year? Yeah. How the fuck? He has a lot of time, Sweet. dude. Okay. Remember his part. During work, work, man. I and just stand there for eight hours. It's not that hard. That's true. Uh, and does the, listening count? Yes, listening counts. Perfect. Sort of. Sort of. But anyway, uh, the. Sort of. It doesn't help you read better. No, it doesn't. That's the problem. It's like, <laughs> but you know, you are you're getting, getting the novel, you're getting the information the, from the, the book, knowledge so. or slash the experience of going. So you the might story. as well just go on to Spark Notes and just read that instead, because you're getting the knowledge <laughs> just faster and easier. Yeah. No, it's not faster. I can read faster than someone reads to me. No, not Spark Notes is like a summary. Right. You can't I'm tell me you I'm can read a full book you were, faster. You, you were likening Spark Notes to listening to a book. No, I'm saying it's the same idea. The of idea just of getting, get the just the material. Yeah, getting the stuff. Yeah, I, I, I get what he's it's saying. It's not read. Although there are uh, non-paid for, like free uh, readings of books that, that are out there. What, what movies did you uh, watch this this week? All right, so I watched Yojimbo and Sanjuro, both awesome. I think Yojimbo was a little bit better, although the ending to Sanjuro the ending was of phenomenal. Sanjuro, when he like cuts the dude, and it's like. like <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, great. That was awesome. Uh, um, I watched, uh, let's see. Watched I watched Spartacus a couple nights ago. It was really, I'm Spartacus. It was no, really, I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. <laughs> it was really awesome. No, you're not. You're Caleb. It was, uh, it was a really Bitch. solid one. I watched The Graduate, which I think was probably oh, the best one I've seen this year. That's such a good movie. 
Um, You've never seen that before. That's crazy. No, I, I hadn't seen it before just now. And then... You're trying to seduce me. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you? <laughs> and then I watched uh, Godzilla versus King Kong, which is easily the shittiest of the movies I've seen this year. By a oh, good margin. <laughs> oh, the part where he like flips Godzilla over. Come on. It was two and a half is what I hated. Come, Come on, man. It was a generous two and a half. It's a, <laughs> it's a fun, schlocky monster movie. That's yeah. what it's supposed to be. It's fucking sweet. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Did King Kong window? I think I gave it more than that. I think I gave it like <laughs> Three, maybe. That is the worst. It's supposed to be a joke, though. Oh. The Godzilla one, I don't think is. <sighs> so let's see. That was uh, Yojimbo, Sanjuro, uh, Spartacus, the graduate, Godzilla. You missing one? I'm missing two, I believe. Oh, they must be memorable movies. What the fuck else did you watch? I remember seeing something on Facebook. No, they are us. memorable movies. They were good. I okay. just. Right, anyway, go on, go on. Someone oh, else. I'm sorry, I can't remember the other movie I watched. <laughs> All right, so I I'm keeping track on Twitter. So if you want to follow me, I'm at Joseph DeGolier. That's <laughs> I might as well post D E G O L Y E R. Um, True Lies was my first movie of the year, which True I also lies. watched. Also watched, <laughs> also watched with Caleb Schweiss. That's which right. Was, I can rem- I can never remember that, that movie's name. Okay. It was an amazing movie. Okay, it was perfect. It was an absurd, ridiculous, stupid movie that was awesome. <laughs> so awesome, you're fired. The action in that movie was amazing, and Arnold is of course always watchable. Uh, what's her name? I, I forgot the actress's name. She's a big actress, too, and I can't remember her name. She kind of played a character who was not... That great? She was dumb, female, doesn't know what she's doing when she's holding a gun. Kind of. Uh. It was a very sexist <laughs> role, and she was also really annoying, but at the same time, like it set up a lot of stuff for Arnold to just be amazing. So... The movie, although morally repulsive, <laughs> and I think it was on, on Wikipedia, it said it was cited as like, uh, you know, Muslim groups like hated the movie and all this other shit. Uh, <laughs> despite all that, it was uh, just a fun, fun watch. Um, I also saw the documentary Visions of Light, which went through the history of cinematography, which I thought was really interesting. Sweet. Um I saw, oh yeah, I saw the uh, the French movie uh, The Rules of the Game, oh, uh, which was like a comedy of manners type movie, and it was it's on a list, a whole bunch of lists of like greatest movies of all time. Mm-hmm. It's always really high up there. Um, it was really well done. I I didn't th- it, it wasn't a groundbreaking movie to me, and I certainly didn't think there was anything wrong with it. But I, I wasn't in love with it. Oh, I remember the other one that I I don't remember. I looked it up, but uh, okay, what's the other movie? It was the Cider House Rules. It's like a romance. Oh, that's a beautiful movie. It was really good. Yeah, I love that movie. That was one that Alexandria suggested, and oh, I was okay. like, oh my god, at first, but I told you to watch that movie months ago. I don't remember. Oh wait, maybe I do actually. I said Toby Maguire. Oh yeah, got, I remember because I was bitching about Toby Maguire. Got, uh, and it's got uh, it's got Michael uh, Caine. Michael Caine. Right. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> yeah, he's dude, always that great. movie is amazing. I yeah, love it. Was, it was really good. That's the other one I watched. So I'm only one behind as of today. I saw the documentary Showrunners: The Art of Running a TV Show. How, how long are these documentaries you're watching? This was a full length documentary. Great. They're not TV documentaries. It's a full-length documentary. They're not TV documentaries. (laughs) They're like a full-length documentary is like an hour and a half, Mm -hmm. at the least. 
Yeah, these are real some documentaries go on. It's fine. It's fine. Have so, you ever watched a documentary, Caleb? Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling one that's like half an hour. No, I've watched it's, documentaries. I'm just because there are some that are short, but they, it's, well, it's, it's I was, a very into. I was like, I'm not watching like a Nova documentary. What if I watched? What if I watched Flying Padre, the Stanley Kubrick, like 19, 20 minute movie, his very first directed movie. That's a short film. Does that count, though? Does no. that count as a film it for the year? It has to be at least 40 minutes long. But don't you kind of want to watch that just to say you've seen everything that Stanley Kubrick has done? Because I feel like it's I'm It's really boring. It's, sure on, it it's on that DVD of that one movie you haven't seen yet. Oh, the one that I'm waiting to see? Yeah, the first Stanley Kubrick movie. Oh, oh, it's on that. Yeah, okay. it's on that. It's... They didn't... It's, That's that that it's one dull. <laughs> that one in Barry Lyndon are the only two full length that I've got left. So, yeah. and that one's hardly full length. It's yeah, like it's an, an hour. It's an hour. it's an hour long. Yeah, yeah. So, according to this, was it the Screen Actors Guild uh, or the Writers Guild? One of them has it out as as an hour and a half as a real movie. And That's a little. One of them has it as forty minutes as a real movie. So. Oh, I had a Buster Keaton movie. Yeah, the, the, the Academy. The Academy puts a full length movie as over forty minutes. Oh, so the Sherlock Jr. on the list, not a full-length movie. No, it's like 27 minutes long. I know. I watched it. I was like, yeah, off the list, baby. (laughs) I got time for that. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Number five uh, for me was King Kong versus Godzilla, uh, which I enjoyed watching very much. I liked making fun of it. I kind of want to be on that episode of the Godzilla podcast. Did you never see that one before, Joe? I saw it when I was a kid, but I haven't seen it since then. Okay. So... Same for um, me, so I was just wondering. And then number six was the Battle of, uh, or not the Battle, the Ballad of Narayama, which was about this old lady in this Japanese village, and like she really wants to go up to Narayama, and about halfway through the movie, you realize that that's where they just leave old people to die. Oh, well, at the top up. of the mountain, she was, she wants to die, and her son says, you know, wait you know, we'll take you later. And then uh, she has like a full set of teeth that are really beautiful set of teeth, I guess. And like old people aren't supposed to have that. And she feels shame because people are calling her demon teeth in the village. And so she like takes this, like uh this rock, this stone bowl. And she, Bites down on the oh stone my bowl God. to destroy her teeth. Oh, and then of course, like a, a year oh. passes, and it's really sad when the son carries her up the mountain what to the have fuck? her die. Um, and like they start, <clears throat> he starts going up there, and most people just leave the old person um, at a certain point in the mountain, and he decides to take her all the way. And that's when he sees the skeletons on the sides and all this other stuff. And then he wants to, his mother's not talking to him. And he's like, please talk to me. And then he puts her down. He gives her the blanket. It starts to snow. And then she just waves him off and he has to go away. And it's really sad. <laughs> it's a really sad movie. And it's crazy. This was, I know there's a remake of this movie from the 1980s that's supposed to be like an even better film. Um, but this version of the movie from 1958. It was all in a staged environment, but I, they didn't try to hide that it was made in a studio, that it was like a staged thing. So all the lights mm-hmm. and stuff, they're very unrealistic and like, you know, they'll be bright technicolor, almost like bright greens, bright reds and all this other stuff. So it's this very gorgeous artificial kind of movie Hmm. and uh, there's these scene transitions where they'll be standing there and then suddenly the back behind them like it's on some kind of curtain whatever the back painted thing is it would just fall 
and then it would be the next it'd be the next scene the camera would just shift oh, over into cool. a new thing oh, cool the scene transitions were crazy and it was beautiful and and yet are artificial and then at the end of the movie when it like goes forward in time to modern day japan it's the only time they have location footage the whole time so it was like all on a stage and there was like narration that was sung in between scenes and stuff like that so it was an incredibly weird but very cool movie and i really enjoyed it and Mm. uh i suggest to go check it out if you got hulu it's on the criterion collection yeah well then i'll have to go check that out and then the seventh movie i saw this week was mobsters and mormons which we uh it's a local (laughs) movie about a mobster who comes to mormon town and uh it's not that great um, yeah, it's, it's and we awful. watched it in my script doctoring class, uh, as an example of a bad movie that we were figuring out in what ways the film could have been focused in a different direction to fix it. All right. Fair enough. So yeah, I had a good uh, movie watching week. Nice. Well, I got a couple I need to go watch. So, uh, get yeah. the fuck out of here. Yeah. I guess it's time to end the nude of the clan. Just, uh, Real quick update. I now have a Twitter account that you can follow. Oh, thank God. <laughs> What's the Twitter account, Cam? So you can find me on Twitter at NudeClanCam. <laughs> that sounds like something else. I know it does, but I wonder if that URL is taken as well. <laughs> I know Cameron. You should, you should look later and then tell me. <laughs> so he's it's at like, NudeClanCam. Yeah. You're at UFF Podcast. Caleb Craig is at Obsidian Ba, B-A-H, and I'm at Joseph DeGoulier. That's D-E-G-O-L-Y-E-R. You can go to NudeClan.net, join our forums, talk to us on there. We will be on there if you want to talk to us. I mean, right now, this is a brand new show, so what you're, you know, it's not like our other shows where we're going to have, like, places for people to talk about it. It's just kind of a... Yeah, it's going to be completely static until you guys... Yeah, so come, come on. Make it active. Come talk to us. Yeah, say stuff. It's, we're just talking about games here. <laughs> like and really. movies and <laughs> Pretty much anything we'll, yeah. we'll talk about. It. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, wait, Facebook.com slash uh, nude. Oh. It's Nude Clan Gaming? Nude Clan? Is it Nude Clan Gaming with nude spelled N-E-W-D yes. or something? Yes, N-E-W-D. Okay, so you can look for us on Facebook as well. Yes. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Live always. In the nude. Ooh. Yeah!